Welcome back, everyone, to Total Nonstop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans right here on the YouTube and the Twitch and wherever you get your podcast audio worldwide, baby. Uh, if it sounds like I'm a little under the weather, it's because I am. This was supposed to happen last night, but because of, uh, well, we'll just say uh, technical difficulties going on in my my, my little head, uh, it just didn't happen. So um, we're taking the good, the good old uh, DayQuil and NyQuil and all that good stuff, and we're just going to hammer this out. Figured if it wasn't going to happen tonight... It wasn't going to happen at all. So here we are. Yes, Justin, the lone bone. Yes. Uh, I'm hoping we get a couple, uh, at least maybe one other person in here, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, kind of a last minute thing I decided to do tonight, but it, it is what it is. So. Uh, for those of you that are here tonight, thank you very much. I know uh, Team T and I UK did theirs earlier today, and and uh, along with a preview of what's coming in the next 24 hours. Looks very exciting, kind of a turning of the page, if you will. A lot of new, new uh, stories to be told, along with some new faces as well. But we won't get into that. I know. Everyone else has been discussing that online. Discuss amongst yourselves. I'm going to save my thoughts on all that for tomorrow night. But as we uh, dive into tonight's stuff, make sure you smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. If you'd like to tip one of your favorite podcasts, you can do so. On Twitch by uh, cheering bits and subbing, along with on YouTube, you can use the super chat and or super sticker options. I uh, hope everyone had a good Fourth of July weekend. Uh, mine was <laughs> mine was wet. It was raining here, so I didn't grill. We didn't do any fireworks. Nothing. So it was. It was nice and calm and cool and collected. It just, <laughs> I needed that because the week prior, every single night leading up to the fourth had hours of bangs and booms going on. So it was nice to have a, a quiet night. But hopefully you all stayed safe. No one shot their hands off you know, using any uh, fireworks or anything. All right. So we are talking about Impact Wrestling's Against All Odds. Was really looking forward to this show. It was, um, it was quite the different one. Uh, just two weeks out from Slammiversary. I've seen some people say that they enjoyed this one more than Slammiversary. But Slammiversary had a had a really a, a different vibe to it. You know, it was it was more built on nostalgia. Whereas 
this one had some nostalgia in it. It wasn't, you know, you know, we had um, uh, America's Most Wanted in it, which was which was great, uh, along with some other tag team stuff from um, the Motor City Machine Guns, which we'll get into all that. But this wasn't necessarily celebrating the uh, you know the twentieth anniversary, but I. I like that they did have a little nostalgia in this one because I feel like, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that because this is the 20th year, they should have little things like all year long, you know, like maybe uh, a show or two from now, bring back a couple of knockouts or maybe another tag team or, or something, you know, just to focus on a little bit of nostalgia. Because one thing I've said it before, I've said it a hundred times, whenever Impact Wrestling brings back veterans, uh, they never stink up the place. It's always fun. And um, the younger, uh, you know, this generation of wrestling always learns from uh, the elder statesmen, if you will, you know, or, or the, or the knockouts, if you will. So, um, so yeah, so, so we'll see what they do the rest of the year, but, um, you know, coming out of Slammiversary and, and this one being so short on, on notice, uh, th- this was a lot of fun. Um, was looking forward to this for a few different reasons, just because there was the big, um, the mystery of Joe Doring being undefeated until now. Um, and I'll give more thoughts on that when we get to that point. Um, was also really looking forward to uh, the knockouts matches because um, the knockouts division has been really changing lately, but I'd say definitely for the better. Um, it's, it always evolves. People come, people go, but impact always seems to bring in a fresh crop of, you know, great knockouts, some veterans, some newer ones. And then of course, like I said before, you had the a little bit of nostalgia with, um, uh, America's most wanted doing, you know, <laughs> one last round one more bullet in the chamber or however you want to say, you know, um, it was going to be very interesting to see how that, that match went. So, all right. So let's, let's dive into this. And as I'm, uh, as I'm going through these matches, make sure you are, um, you know, just given, giving me your thoughts, good or bad, you know, it's all, it's all subjective. So, um, <laughs> RB says, we ever find out what was in the box? <laughs> I think that was just, um, it was more rhetorical. Like you're not really going to find out what was in the box. It was more just, um, just diving into the past. Oh, we are being invaded, but not in a bad way, folks. We got Uncle Mark with us. What's up, man? I uh, 
I'm tired as fuck, but I saw you were solo. And I was like, shit, I better hop in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I certainly do appreciate it. I, I do appreciate it. No problem. I, I was like, they're going to think it's Smash, man. It's <laughs> Well, typically tonight is a Smash night because oh, yeah. I'm doing... I'm doing stuff for AEW, but yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going to rewatch most of, you know, against all odds. And um, I, I really, honestly, I, I wasn't really feeling tonight's card for AEW. So I was kind of like, you know, whatever, you know, mm. not, thunderstorm. Not a, yeah. Thunderstorm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch out for the thunderstorm. Okay. Can I real quick? Cause just, I'm not on that often. I love that name. But really, you're putting your number one contender against your champion, putting them in a team. Really? You have so little to do with your women's champion that you're putting her in a named tag team. Get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. it's just it's switching stuff up, you know, and it gets more it gets more women on the card. So yeah, you're gonna have some some tag matches here and there. I mean, they put her in a named tag team. Come on, this is your women's champion who hasn't been on TV like in months. And your way to get her back on TV is an attack. Oh, Thunder match. Rosa has been. Yeah. I mean, her booking hasn't been perfect, but she's been around. Yeah. Mm, I just don't like that. I mean, this is your women's champion. You know, so, somebody, somebody backstage probably said, Oh, Thunder Storm. You know, kind well, of, of like, course. Beer, <laughs> yeah. money. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> beer guns now. Beer guns. Yeah. Man, that was beer guns was a fun little blip in the impact timeline, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was, it was mixing a little bit of, you know, a couple different pasts of uh, nostalgia because you, you were, you were missing one half of each team, but you know, you had the best of what was going for now. So they just put them together and it was, it worked. It did. It worked big time. Sorry to get off topic. I just had to. Uh, oh, had it's to all right. On that. It's, all right. it's oh, driving me crazy. I love Thunder Rosa. It's just driving me nuts. That, that right. It's all right really really rough i hear you teach their own it's all good someone so you know someone's gonna counter that and tell you it's the best thing since sliced bread but we will continue with this <laughs> all right where were you sorry i just hopped i just you know i turned no, it on i saw I was, you on my phone and i was like oh i better go go get on i was literally just starting so i was gonna start oh, okay. with the pre-show matches oh, real quick perfect. perfect uh first we had um a great Lucha Libre match. And it's, it's not often that we get like, it's usually someone from the X division and someone more on the Lucha Libre side. It's rarely two of them. So we had Taurus versus Laredo kid. And, and just this, um, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Sidebar? Yes, thank you. Sidebar. I'm like, side something. <laughs> Bomb pop. Uh... My, side, my side's killing me. No. Um, sidebar, the match that just got announced for Ric Flair's... Uh, oh. No, not the roast. His his last match ever. Yeah. They keep announcing matches for it. I tell you, man, the card... Dude. The card so on this good. event is sick, dude. It's fucking amazing. I, if and, I wasn't so against contributing to the death of Ric Flair, I would absolutely put together a watch along for this. It's a oh, great we're, card. We're, we're, we're getting invaded again. Well, hello. Hi. It's an Come Oreo. On, 
Come on in and, and say hi to the group. This is Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. Hello. The group. <laughs> Just me. Um, What's up? Leaving at three. Three? Three. A, as an AM? AM. that a real time? That's not even a real time, is it? Yeah, uh, it's right. uh, that is that is. Great. Thank you for the great news. You're welcome. Yeah, mom bought a twelve pack of donuts for you. Get, get out of here! <laughs> Hell <laughs> get yeah, here. twelve pack. Of, so I just went to the grocery store because my wife was fiending for chocolate cake, and I almost bought donuts myself, but I ended up with ice cream instead. Cherry chocolate chunk. Fuck oh, yeah. that's not a bad thing. No, I'm about to tear that shit up afterwards. All right, so uh, so yeah, Cassie's going out of town. Where's she going? Uh, Texas. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. She's got some friends down there, and okay. um, so yeah, we're so we're taking her, we're driving her to uh, Chicago, O'Hare. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, oh, she's flying she's, right now. Yeah, so we're so we're leaving here at three a.m. So I'll be getting man, a, few, oh man. a few Z's right after this. So let's we're gonna keep this going. All right, let's do it. Let's let's we'll keep it brief. Summon a god. All right. So I can help you out with Torus Laredo kid. I actually missed this match, but I do want to go back and watch it because I love both these guys. Oh, so you, you, you have to. If you love Lucha Libre, you have yeah. to. It, and it doesn't matter who you like more than the other. It was a great way to kick off this show. No, that's a fantastic, hot first match. It really was. There was one moment during this match I literally thought, when you think of Torus, you think of the ball, and you you and I haven't really seen a lot of his matches lately but you think of him you know he's a girthy guy he's a bigger guy than some of the other lucha libre guys <laughs> it's, it's all about the girth right um I, there's just some sick people out there thinking about me saying the word girth anyways so you're thinking about him you know spearing someone or getting someone getting the bull by the horns or whatever dude he he literally dives straight on to Laredo Kid and like hits him like in the upper, like somewhere upper, upper body. It was mm -hmm. like a spear, but it was more head on. And Laredo Kid just crumbled underneath him. It was, oh my God. When you see it, when you watch this match, you're going to mm -hmm. be like, oh my God. I'll go back and pay more attention. I actually had it on. But we were doing dinner stuff, and so like it was on the computer on the table, and like I didn't really catch it. I should go back and absolutely give it some real attention. It was it was it was fun. It was well, a great way to kick off this show. And I'd like to see either one of these guys get a fucking win for Christ's sake. So that's great. Like well, I yeah. love both these guys, well, but they don't kid, win a lot. Laredo kid gets his, and and mm, Decay Torus. gets his. So Torus, yeah, Torus has had a rough run here. Well, he he's missed a few tapings too. That's so. It. Yeah. Um. You know, he has he hasn't been around enough to like feature that consistently. Yeah. But so I, yeah, the decays had a great run since they've been on the road again, but it's been inconsistent. We'll just yeah. put it that way. I, I think it's time. I mean, I love decay. We all do, but I think it's time to break it apart temporarily again. I would love to see Taurus featured like 
on a singles run. He's fantastic. I know he doesn't speak. You could find him in manager really easily. I, I would like to see Torres on his own. I feel like what? by being part of Decay, he's been held to the bottom of the card because they're basically a jobber faction at this point. Well, it's just it's just a weird phase. They're not they're not super feel like I mean, if anything, the on the women's side of it, they've been successful, yeah. or at least they've had tag team. Well, but Rosemary you know, has gold as Ragnarok, not even Decay at the moment. Right. So, you know. So at this point, it's best, depending on how long Steve and Taurus are sticking around, yeah. um, it's best to feature them as a tag team by themselves, in my opinion. <clears throat> you think they're so. better as a tag team, you mean? Oh, sure. Because, oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're great individually. Don't get me wrong. Steve's amazing. He's so underrated, and especially for his handicap, it's, it's unbelievable. But um, oh, absolutely. But I, I'd love to see more tag team stuff from them. You know, with, with, uh, for a title or not, you know, it just yeah. would be fun. So they just need to get some more wins. If not, they need to do something different with Decay. It's just getting kind of stale, and that's not even a slight. You know, that just happens with wrestling, right? It's cyclical. Stuff gets tired, and then you got to refresh it. And you gotta, you know. it, it's gotta evolve. Yeah, you know, because exactly. then it and, keeps it fresh. So yeah. yeah. But uh, but Taurus gets a great win here. Great match. Um, and then the next match is is fun, but I really wasn't paying that much attention to it. It was. Rich Swan defending his um, DMC, you know. Yeah, I had the same issue. I title the the pre-show. I didn't fully watch much of anything on it, so I caught some of this. I saw who won. I saw a little bit of the match, but not enough to to probably give you a good opinion on it. Yeah, and uh, and he went against Brian Myers, and of course Brian Myers wanted to get it back, even though he never really had it in the first place. <laughs> so. Um, I'm glad that's resolved. I love this shit out of Rich Swan. He really brought the Impact World Heavyweight title back to a type of prominence after some some lesser runs and some issues with the belt that were behind the scenes and, you know, public, like with Tessa and stuff. But I really don't like Rich Swan in the DMC picture just because we all know, and yes, they leaned into it and made a joke out of it. He's not even on social media. Like, I would prefer they don't do that again and you try and keep that focus <laughs> to people like Zicky Dice and Matt Cardona and Jordan Grace. Like, yeah. they, they've done a real good job with it so far. In my opinion, Rich was a misstep. I love Rich Swan. Oh, I yeah. love Rich Swan. Same here, sure. Just this is not the right spot for him. He's a, he's a former world champ. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But he's all about having fun and just making the best out of whatever is being thrown his way. And that's what we have here. So, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Coach Keith says he's the GOAT. He's, uh, he's, he's definitely one of the top guys on the roster right now. He may not be a top guy, but we still love him just as much, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Brian Myers beats him here and uh, was a little – Shocking not that I was putting a lot of weight on this match, but but Brian Myers does have it. So someone who has the the weight of the um what do you call him? His his uh Cardona group. What do they call him? Oh the major the major pod. No, major bros. 
the major bros. major bros actually yeah he does because you don't have anyone else around even for major bros right now at the moment in the company so it's all myers no vsk right no uh no B well who else has been there well chelsea green's there oh yeah that's right she is there yeah mrs cardona will she be around that much without matt though i know she came into the picture here real quickly but I wonder what they'll end up doing. She's going to be busy. Oh, major. Okay, PSK. yeah, here it is in the chat. Major players. Thanks, major guys. Players, major. I knew it was major something. Something major, or another. Major headache. No, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so Brian Myers, I didn't want to spend didn't too that. much time on this. Yeah, but, nah, that's fine. But, but Brian, I, I actually, I'm actually, be, have become a really big fan of Brian Myers since Same. he's come to impact Same. wrestling so it's like yeah keep it on him for a while give him something we i want to see him stick around especially if cardona is not there you want yeah you want to keep that major uh well, player and, presence so and they also have like mark sterling and swoggle they've got a lot that comes with them they're great for the company i'm a big myers fan too i think you should absolutely keep him in the spotlight particularly yeah. while Cardona's out. Both those guys are great. The whole squad is great. I love them. I know Chelsea isn't like Trent was saying in our group chat earlier that, you know, Chelsea hasn't improved in the ring. She's not great in the ring, but Chelsea's value isn't really in the ring. You know, she's, 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 okay. a great, she's a great character. And yeah. she's, and I, I think she is better in a tag team, honestly. Yeah, I do too. Well, and let's face it, like it takes all kinds. And let's be honest. We know that attractive women look good on the roster and Chelsea's there's nothing wrong with you know her being on the roster in part because she's beautiful she's great on the outside she's good on a mic she's got a good character yes her ring work is eh, but not everyone can be Deanna in the ring so Every, like, but that's the great thing it. about the knockouts division is everyone's different no one's yeah alike. absolutely we, yeah there, absolutely. there's no copycats in there so yeah absolutely I agree that the variety on the knockouts roster is incredible. And that's why I like Chelsea. I think she fits that bill. She fills a role that other people don't. And since I have been dogging her ring work, I will say this though, she's got a huge heart. She's never afraid to take a, a spot. Like she goes 110% all the time. And I can appreciate that. Oh yeah. my God. They keep replaying that spot that her and yeah. Diana Perrazzo, you know, were on the top of the ladder in the middle of the ring yeah. and then went through the tables on the outside. My God, that was spot of the night. Yeah, it probably was. The two of them holding hands was what made it spot of the night. Oh, yeah. They, they, they were starting to, like, scramble a little bit. Like, oh, crap, here we go. It's yeah, like, and then ah. they're they're holding hands at the bottom. Their, their left and right hands are together. I thought that was oh, super sweet. Just a man. nice moment. It's cool to see real-life friends find success together. And in that case, a giant downfall together. Uh, <laughs> Story. <laughs> no, we, Usually we you're the positive one. What the heck, j -Bone? We are. <laughs> no, that's just a little rib on them. It's like, you know, you get the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. <laughs> no. Uh, we'll get into them in a little bit. Um, all right. So we start off the main show here with the Bullet Club uh, being represented. Ace Austin. And it's Chris. been a bangarama. Oh, let me tell you, this whole show was a bangarama. It was. Uh, versus the Motor City Machine Gun. Still got a bit of nostalgia coming out of Slammiversary. You've got some uh, 
uh, pardon the term, but young bucks versus the old guard in this one. <laughs> what did you think? Um, I hope that the Motor City machine guns are a semi-permanent fixture for the moment. I know it's always going to be come and go with them, but if they can go to BFG as the machine guns, I'd really like that. I'm excited about this because the tag division has been very refreshed since the guns were around in 2020 when they first came back. You know, they came back oh, and they yeah. faced the Rascals and Reno Scum and Triple XL and like all those teams are gone, right? So we have a fresh crop. Um, this match, like Bay and Ace, <clears throat> I mean, obviously these two guys are never a bad match. Both of them are future of the company if they oh, stay. Yeah. Uh, one of them I think is going to stay and one of them I'm a little worried about right now. Um, I don't remember. I don't even remember who won this match. Who the hell won this match? Bullet Club won, right? No. Oh, no, Motor City, okay. Motor City Machine Guns won this one. Yeah. Did Bay take the pin? I don't remember. I don't remember who took the pin, but I I look at it this way. As as excited as I am, and I, there's a few from our crew that have said how excited they are to see Ace Austin and, and uh, Chris Bay together as a tag team, along mm -hmm. with, you know, you got the other side of the coin of the Bullet Club featuring – the good brothers. And then you got the others that come and go like Jay White, Hikaleo, uh, right. El Fantasmo that they come in and out depending on what's going on. Now they're back in Japan now, I believe after the forbidden door. I think, so. I think that's correct. so, but I'm sure they'll be back. It's, you know, there's still a strong presence of the bullet club in impact wrestling. So it's, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And critical sting says it was Bay that took the pin. That's why I'm worried. Bay's been taking a lot of pins. Hasn't oh, really I, had a prominent I, spot. I try not to I try not to think I about know. It too much. I try not to, but like I just I'm really worried about that one because I think that as much as Josh Ace Diana, I think Bay's one of those guys. You know, I think he's one of the ones you go out of your way to keep. In my opinion, oh yeah, he's so I hope he's, that happens. he's absolutely the future of the company. He's yeah. um, he's he's definitely someone that you know you want to treat like they've been treating Ace Austin, you know, yeah. like an anchor, yeah. especially in the X division. Now, now this match was really good. It was also really interesting to see how much chemistry there was going to be between ace austin and chris bay mm -hmm. it's like it's like oh okay well now they're they're in the same club they're in you know so it's like well the, so obviously at some point they are going to be made a tag team and as you saw in this match they did have some hiccups like they had some great chemistry right off the bat against the uh against the motor city machine guns but there were times where their flaws did come to the surface and they did have hiccups during the match, which did eventually cause their loss. So does that mean it's like a one and done? No, I, I, I really do think these two are going to stick together um, through thick and thin. And I think they will, you know, maybe get a chance at least at the tag title someday, not necessarily, at the um at you know their compadres <laughs> yeah their their, their comrades which, which the is a weird situation right good brothers are kind of babyface right now 
And then yeah, Bay and I, Ace are heels, and they're all Bullet Club. I saw I saw someone, and I don't I don't remember who said it a little bit ago in the chat, saying that they're confused about our good brothers heel or face or blah 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 blah. I mean, their face now because of that whole thing with the with AMW, right? I mean, well, that's a straight straight up baby face. You can position. say they, you can say they are, but right up until that point, they were heels because they were against the Briscoes, and the Briscoes are very yeah. baby ish So, I look. I always look at Bullet Club like they've got a persona very similar to like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. where you can be badass and still be real popular, right? Like a tweener, right? You know, like yeah. a, or like a Bray Wyatt. You know, yeah, that's a good popular, example. That's a good example. But yeah. also, you know, can be very heelish. And, and, and sometimes that makes it tough to book too, because like with the fiend, right? They just didn't know what the fuck to do, heel or face. And sometimes you get stuck with that. So maybe that's kind of just what I'm seeing too with the Good Brothers right now. And it could have been a temporary thing too for the AMW, right? You know, like, set it you, off. like that makes right. sense. So the the Briscoes aren't around. They wanted to put, and we'll get into this more when we get to that match, but I see what they were doing because you had an absolutely legendary tag team like AMW, America's Most Wanted, but, you know, um, Storm and Chris Harris hadn't been in the ring together in, what did they say, in like, over 10 years yeah but like i know that shoot they have been done at least one indie show together maybe it's like a trial run at least yeah but like it, in in the in the thing of like being on tv together yeah, and everything yeah. it's like it hasn't happened so yeah so, so in order to keep them looking strong and take a little bit of the focus off of them you put them in a multi-man match. oh yeah Put them in an eight-man tag or whatever, a ten-man tag. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of the focus off of Chris Harris because, <clears throat> you know, he's going to be a little rusty. But he did what he did in the match, and it was fine. And, boy, I know we're getting way off track. but Real quick, you mentioned the Briscoes. I just want to say we did touch on the uh, Ric Flair final match, that card. Briscoes versus the Von Ericks. Holy shit. That card is just too sweet man oh did they they did they just announce that they announced that tonight briscoe's von erics oh yeah, this, this card is insane good oh. so good von erics first match back in the states was in milwaukee so that's that i that, that's tremendous i'm excited <laughs> i will forever be a von erics fan obviously so I'm, i really want to see this match but that show looks fantastic. Oh, the the un, uh, I, you know, I can't even call it an undercard. It's just you know. But yeah, it, that every single match is incredible, and they've got like AAA putting on a match. Impact's doing a couple of matches, few several matches. Right now, you got representation from MLW. MLW. Yep. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. It's no complaining there. Yeah. No, it's gonna be a cool show. I just I can't, man. Ric Flair's gonna get. It's not going to be good, man. I well, it's going to be interesting to show. see. I mean, I still think it's going to be Sting, but we'll see. 
I just don't feel good about Ric Flair doing this match. I know it's not like I'm not a doctor or whatever, but come on, man. Like, at what point is enough enough, you know? Yeah. I don't want to see Ric Flair die in a wrestling ring. Oh, like, I don't like the man, but I don't want to see him die in a ring. You're you're preaching to the choir, bro. I hear you. I hear you, man. I, I feel you. All right, well, let's continue with this. So, yeah, so Motor City Machine Guns get the big win here to kick off the main card. Um, we'll, we'll see how Ace and uh, – Chris Bay line up together in the future. Um, all right, so then we got Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo versus Mia Yim and Mickey James. One quick thing I got to mention about the entrances were a lot of fun here. They actually did some mashups here yes. between um, the hardcore country and the um, – Oh, I don't know what you call me. Yeah, more of a baddie in charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. Her, her, her hardcore her, baddies. Yeah, it was kind of. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's it, it was like a remix. The remix yeah. Oh, of, no, it was uh, totally a mashup. I thought it was yeah really good. I was surprised. Like, it was kind of a bop. They should keep that for them. I liked it a lot. Like, I hate when they do the like Taya and Rosemary, right? They come out separate with their own music because they're both like theoretically big stars in the company yeah. but man having that that blended music for mia and mickey was sweet well, absolutely they, keep that they, and they did the same for chelsea and diana too um, did they blend theirs too yeah they did i okay, think i didn't did. notice theirs as much I, i'd have to go back but i'm pretty sure they did it just wasn't as cool as the hardcore mm. country because yeah. everybody everybody gets excited with the hardcore country but yeah. then this one it was a hardcore, what you know? It was. It, was it wasn't exactly like that. But you, you okay, Mark? You, you come up for come up for air now. The the VXT gear was the show stealer for them on their entrance. I thought Chelsea looked fucking awesome as shit in the black. Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, that was the uh, yeah. They definitely look great together. And then you had the 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 country on the other side. That was mm -hmm. a lot of fun. What do you think of this match overall? Um, match. I like all of these women. I hope that this means Mickey is going into the tag division because talk about bolstering your tag division with like a legit name that could come in and work this. I also like them putting Mia here because I like Mia Yim. You and I both watched uh, Black and Gold NXT. Mia oh, Yim sure. grew so much in Black and Gold. She was fantastic. But I think you'll agree she looks rusty still. She looks a little rusty to me. So I, I don't I don't think it's rusty. I think a lot of it, honestly, like if you listen to her interviews, I think a lot of it is self-confidence. I think a lot of it is self-confidence. Like, like, cause when they, when, as soon as she came back, they threw her into that, um, queen oh, of the mountain, queen of the yeah. mountain match. And, and she was like, you're, you don't have to give this to, you know, she was real taken back. Like, Oh, I don't have to do this right away. Like she wanted to legit, like, you know, work her way into the division and okay. all that. And so, Gotcha. I think part of it is just getting her confidence back because that other company really messed her up. In that yeah. Well, what, then, then <clears throat> if it, whether it's confidence or rust, though, I like that they're putting her into a tag team. It, it just feels right at the moment. You know, I don't want to see her pushed to the top of the card. Like the Queen of the Mountain is one thing because you can 
you can hide in that match and you can do a lot of a number of things to keep everybody strong. But the, the tag division could use some teams anyways. We've all known that for a while. And now they, they really have some momentum with the women's tag division. Both of oh, all, yeah. yeah, both of these teams, all four ladies in this match, VXT and Hardcore Baddies or whatever you're going to call it. These are two almost immediately legitimate teams, particularly VXT, because we know them from Black and Gold NXT as well. But also, we just know they're both established in the company. And they almost don't need what Madison and Tennille needed, which was for the inspiration to kind of come in and help get them established, right? VXT, yeah. we just accept that they're an established tag team. It just seems so. Right. and they, But I haven't, like... like I, I've noticed that the the fans have called them that, and I think they themselves have called it that, you know, being put together. But I I haven't heard them being no. like announced yet, no. so we'll we'll see if they do it. But it's it's a throwback to when they were in NXT together. Yeah. It's like Ragnarok, right? They never really say it too much on commentary or like never when they're doing ring announcing. Well, Taya said it on TV. Uh, it's, it's, it was their first promo after they won the title. Well, and Hannafin will too. He said it before on commentary, but not a lot. And they don't like when they announce them again. They have separate entrances. They announce them as Ty Valkyrie and Rosemary, not Ragnarok. Like they haven't. They should come up with something, but they got to be careful with that. Why? Because that's a Marvel. Entity. Oh, dude, Ragnarok is an old Norse legend it's mythical it's a religious well, i'm just saying Marvel i don't know, know. I, I, I don't know if i don't know if they have they don't there's comic books named ragnarok by dark horse that are published outside of marvel <coughs> by a whole oh, different company okay. yeah walt simonson right. does ragnarok it's a it's a free use word okay yeah no they need to they need to get on that because it's a dope word too and they could make some badass merch around the ragnarok stuff they could you know similar to decay but different yeah yeah like yeah. a lot of potential there. Although we know the merch will just say Ragnarok on the shirt and letters and that'll be it, but could be cool. There you go. Um, but yeah, this, this match was fun. So Chelsea green and Deanna Peraz will get the win here. And um, man, that <laughs> whatever finisher they, I don't know if they're going to call it anything, it's supposed to be like a double team move, which is always great if you got a, a tag team, you yeah. know, working together. But in the words of JR, man, that finisher was bowling shoe ugly. It was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it needs it work. A, it was effective, but it was ugly because yeah. at, the, at the end, you know, they had the they they had uh, I don't even remember who was rolled up, but they had it rolled up. It was, I think oh, it was Mickey. God. Yeah, was, Mickey was kind of like yeah. half covered up, half yes. rolled up. It was, yep. Yeah. yeah, no, they definitely need a little bit of work on that finisher. So, but but it'll it'll, it'll come together when you yeah. when you've got a technician like Diana Perrazzo working with someone like Chelsea Green, it'll all get worked out. I oh, have, yeah. I, have, I have no worries. I have no worries about the tag division with the teams they've currently got together because there's so much there's so much of a veteran presence on that side of the roster. You know that. That I feel like it's fine in the tag division in particular. Like I said, you add Mickey back into that, Rosemary, Taya, oh, yeah. Madison. Like you're talking about a lot of experience right now. So it'll be fine. Yeah. All right. So next we got the X division title uh, being defended. Mike Speedball Mike Bailey versus oh. 
uh, he was like part Venom, part Spider-Man tonight. That Trey, shit was sweet. Trey Miguel. Oh, man. I This, and I've heard several people say it, so I'm going to throw my two cents in here real quick. This was definitely one of my top two matches of the night. I think this is a match of the year contender. It, this was absolutely my match of the night. I, I've heard some people say that. They, yeah, I, the, the story they told in the ring was amazing. I mean, if you go back and look at the chat, I, it was blowing. I was losing my shit. This match was crazy good. I mean, you guys know I'm a massive fucking Trey fan. And then, of course, we all love Speedball. He's got to be one of the top wrestlers on the planet right now. And we knew these guys. Okay, we just saw Trey and Ace like a couple weeks ago and it blew my mind and I was like, Oh my God, this is like match of the year shit. Dude, yeah. This match makes that match look like a warm up. <laughs> I mean, and, the speed of this match. Both yeah, of these guys. And the, the story they told where they were, I mean, when you, when you've got X division guys using limb work as part of their psych, uh, you know, psychology in the ring, it's they they just tear each other up and it was all it was like all on like the lower part of the body was all legs yeah like i'm gonna which came into play later i'm gonna kick your leg out from your leg oh yeah well i'm gonna kick your leg out from your leg and it was just this back and forth of one upmanship and selling and and all it it was it the chat is like in full agreement that this was just an unbelievable match. I think you could do this a million times if we'd never get tired of it. Like all that limb work, which then came into play later because Bailey couldn't deliver his finisher, the ultimate weapon. So JPF, some numbers in the discord shout out in the middle of this match. I was like, dude, he's not, you know, he's hurt. And we were talking about how, how, what's he gonna do for finisher. JPF calls a fucking one-winged angel. And we're laughing. Oh, Bailey doing the one-winged angel. Motherfucker, I'll be goddamned if Mike Bailey didn't finish this match with a one-winged angel. <laughs> it, well, they, they called it, and it was something. It was a one-winged like, angel. It's well, a one-winged angel. Well, they called it a, a flamingo driver. Yeah, yeah. Something and, different. Which is, it looks very similar to a one-winged angel. It is a one-winged angel. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I, it's I absolutely have, a one-winged angel. Like, I'd was, have to go back and look exactly dude, how he did it, but I, I can't man. Even, I can't even tell you how loud the pop out of me was for that. I almost fucking died when Bailey delivered that. Nobody uses that move. Only the man uses that move. The man, Only yeah, the, the, man, true, yeah. the best motherfucking bout machine. The one real wrestling god uses that move. Like I love Mike Bailey. He can use it all day. But here's here's another here's a funny little thing. It's it's from a fellow. You know, you never see it done from anyone, and the one person that did it was a fellow Canadian. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. So probably you know a little shout out to hey a little fellow shout out to a fellow Canadian. And I tell you, and I've said this before, and tonight watching this this match, perfect example. I'm like, how many times have we've seen Speedball Mike Bailey? Now some of the stuff we've seen him use. Uh, you know, we're starting to get used to a couple of his signature moves. It's like, oh, he used this again. He used that again. 
not taking anything away from it. It looks amazing. But this finisher, I've never seen him use this before. Maybe he used it on the Indies up in Canada, like while he was biding his time to get back in the U.S. But, oh, my God. He just, you know, he pulled this out of nowhere, which was a perfect finish to the story because, like you said, he couldn't do his regular finisher. Awesome. This this match was like... Just constant chub. Like this was seriously get, probably going to be one of my matches of the year, if not match of the year. I I don't even know what more we can say about it. The way that Bailey has come up with variations of the Ultimate Weapon too is so fucking badass. Like he did it off the Ultimate X. We've seen it off a ladder. He does it standing. He does it in a moonsault. He does it from the second rope. Mike Bailey is like his gimmick needs some polish because it doesn't quite match. His ring work, in my opinion, I love the song, but it's a little bit too mellow for the whole thing. I think, but yeah, it's kind of ominous. But yeah, yeah, it just doesn't fit. I like it; it's cool, actually. It just doesn't fit. I don't think. But yeah. all that aside, Mike Bailey is man. He's one of those guys that we heard about and heard about and heard about, but no amount of hype could have possibly prepared you for how fucking good Mike Bailey is. Yeah, he's so so different. So unique, so exciting. Um, every it, every time he's in the ring, it feels fresh. Yes, he has moves, he right. does, but the sequences are different, the deliveries are different, the match layouts are different. I, I just this this dude is incredible. I was rooting for Trey, but there were no losers here. Nobody lost in this match. No, and the only thing that I honestly want to see come out of this is I love this little evolution of Trey Miguel that he's doing kind of the spider Trey stuff, Mm -hmm. but now he's been incorporating some stuff that's a a little, I'll I'll call it menacing, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like, you know, it's like someone's like, Oh, someone might be a bad guy in the comics, but you can't really tell, but because he does some things that are a little questionable. Mm -hmm. I want to see him eventually like turn like you know like his gear all of a sudden he's gonna show up at uh a tapings and his gear is gonna be like 10 percent red 90 percent black yeah well it you already kind of looks like the venomization is gradual yeah so like he had one it, one leg spidey one leg venom, yeah and yeah, then one so. half tongue and then like he's got the contacts that have I think they've gotten darker. I think it started with a light pair and now it's darker, but I may be mistaken. But either way, Trey's, Trey's gear game has always been legit as fuck, but it's like super, super hyped and stepped up ever since he came back and found like the spider Trey thing yeah. after the initial blonde hair thing, which I didn't like that look at all, but I was just happy Trey was back. But this, I know he, some people are like, he oh, was, this is... He was trying to find himself. I yeah, think, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There was a little bit of a hiccup at the beginning, but it didn't matter because him coming back was enough momentum to carry him with the fans. But, um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyways, that's it. I don't remember what I was saying. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Trey's, Trey's yeah, our guy. We fucking love Trey. Definitely a match of the night candidate here. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what your other match – that's even close to this one was because it was oh, a great just, card, but this match was just, just, just wait, just wait. Oh, um, oh that was for those on audio didn't see what I just did, but we'll, you'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, amazing X division title match. Uh, Mike Bailey wins with a flamingo driver. Never seen it before. One winged angel for those of you on audio. 
Yeah. It's a one-winged angel. Flamenco driver. It's a motherfucking one-winged angel. (laughs) Don't call it a fucking flamingo driver again. I fucking dare you. It's a one-winged angel. Tom Hannafin called it that. I can't. Fuck Tom Hannafin. Fuck Tom Hannafin. It's a one-winged angel. There's only one man that can do that move. But but Tom Hannafin is awesome. He is really awesome. God, Tom Hannafin. He's the best commentator we've seen since Tanae and West. And it ain't, I mean, it's not even a debate anymore. Like, I love the Pope and some other people that have come through, but shit. Hannafin is pro, pro, pro. That was was a major upgrade there. Oh, I love you too, Anna. I don't know why you love me, but I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because I'm defending Kenny's move? Right. He's... (laughs) Got to protect the one wing angel. I Mark think he's so definite like... in his beliefs on that. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> hey, Hakeem, you can shut the fuck up too. <laughs> it's a fucking one winged angel. Everybody knows this. Fuck, are you people? What the hell is this place? We... What the hell? This we... is why I never. This is why I never come here anymore. We need like a video of a flamingo getting all angry now. I'm going, <laughs> you know. I'm, I'm watching Arrested Development again with my daughter. It's fucking cracking me up. Cock. <laughs> oh well thank you and i love to rant <laughs> <laughs> there's there's healthy rants you're damn right justin i will always defend the motherfucking goat kenny omega for life former go. impact world champion all right so now we got the knockouts world tag team titles on the line the influence featuring a new member giselle shaw with Tennille Dashwood sporting a new haircut uh, versus the defenders of their titles. We got Ragnarok, uh, Taya Valkyrie, and Rosemary. Like, for reals, reals. For reals, reals is right. This was a lot of fun. I know uh, Giselle Shaw has gotten some uh, social media presence lately with the whole – she basically came came out as post transitional trans, Tra- right? transgender, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh and props again to her for, for um her doing that. Props and- to the wrestling community too. I saw nothing but positive. There may have been some negative in there, but I just saw positive. So shout out to everybody in the impact and wrestling community for their support. That can't oh, be easy. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of love her direction. Yeah. And and it's and it's there there's a dose of bravery that comes along with that you know and a you huge huge a huge dose yeah more yeah. more than i would have yeah absolutely yeah. so but giselle shaw really shined here uh i i gotta say her and Tennille dashwood definitely looked like they worked well together they didn't get the job done they didn't get the job done but the match was a lot of fun uh what'd you think um so sorry i just saw basil in here what's up basil we don't see a wild basil too often anymore basil what's shaking yeah. um i yeah i think giselle works really well in tags um she was fantastic with lady frost she did a great job with lish and i thought she was good here with Tanil. this is definitely the right spot i'm guessing that's why they made this call um Tennille being in the match makes sense because Madison is currently injured, but I have a feeling that putting a third person in here is going to, we all know Tennille has like a big career outside of wrestling doing like influencer shit or whatever that means. Like for real, like even though she, like she is a real influencer for travel. Oh, yeah. like, travel she, tra- she travels the world and looks yeah. hot. Yeah. 
So she's got the travel the world and look hot job that cuts into her time. So if you have three, like a free bird type situation for the influence, that can only be good for everyone. Plus it keeps uh, part of the draw to impact, as we know for performers, is the flexibility. And this is just another great example of, you know, an easy way to accommodate that. I, uh, I like this a lot. I also like the way the match went. Uh, I think the right people won. It would have been crazy to go the other way. Right. Yeah. yeah. You, you, we got to keep Ragnarok going in this direction. And we're obviously there's, there's going to be two knockouts tag teams that are going to be, you know, coming up together at the same time. And when they, when they knock heads somewhere down the road, it's going to be big. So yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I wonder how long Madison's going to be out. I mean, I know her injury was fairly severe, right? Even though she's out there, she didn't, get involved no i guess she did is it a, she, just a broken nose or is she, there more to it no it's like oh raywald was funny because he actually gave like the full like 10 word term it's like a double nasal cavity labrum <laughs> fracture thingy it was you know he just, okay. just listed yeah. the whole thing and was like oh my god did her skull split too you know it's like damn she is little <laughs> that was a pretty rough hit too when they ran into each other it, it looked pretty ugly so but uh but yeah ragnarok retained here and oh yeah basil here says tldr broke nose okay <laughs> It just looked like even like normally it looks bad, but man, it, I feel like on Madison's face it looked like she was just jacked up. But the great part of being a woman is you can you can take some of those bruises that go up around the eyes and you know across the upper cheekbones and you can cover mm -hmm. them up with some makeup and she yeah. still looks fabulous. Yeah, and and with a sparkly mask to go along with it. So. <laughs> So is this true, Critical Sting? Hold on. Critical Sting says Madison is the true last graduate of the Heart Dungeon. What? She'll come back stronger. What? Is that true? Oh, that might be true. Yeah, that that, really? that might be true. Yeah. I never knew that. I always thought it was Tyson, but um not the boxer huh. Tyson. Tyson. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, know <laughs> you mean. Uh, I huh. came out of the dungeon. <laughs> Takeeb says Tanil's going to be pulling a disappearing act because Macha's going to kill her. <laughs> That's probably the truth. So oh, that brings yeah. us to our post match. That's, so yeah, so as the, right. I forgot about that. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead. So at, as the influence is leaving the arena after their loss, uh, at, they're at the top of the ramp and Masha's music hits, and you see the badass video, and Masha comes out and she just kind of sneers or does her smile thing. It gives the, I guess it's supposed to be a contract for the match or whatever to Tennille. So now we know that Masha's next victim. No, it's an envelope. Or envelope. And she is. opens it up and it's a picture of, she hands Tennille a picture of herself and it's like crossed out. And oh, is that what it was? Okay. Like yeah. she had in the back before the other. Okay. Yeah. So we know Tennille's next though for Masha, yeah. which will be, I'm still curious around Masha because I expected her match with Havoc to be more significant. It was a squash and we haven't seen Havoc since, um, which I was shocked by. I was not expecting that. So we'll see if Tenille well, puts up a better fight. Well, what was even more interesting was the response of Decay to the loss. I don't think I even noticed what was going on. I might've missed this. When, when Havoc was down, 
everyone was like standing over her and they had more of a, to me, they had more of a look of, and you effed up, you know, as opposed to, uh, Oh, you know, we hope you're okay. Can we get some help here? And blah, 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 blah. No, just Rosemary had this look like, uh, we're, we're done with you. But then, you know, she was talking to, oh, thank you, Anna, for the super sticker. It is a, what the hell is that? It's like a dancing bum <laughs> with boxing gloves. Oh, yeah, I can't see it because I'm in StreamYard. I got to look at the YouTube. I've got, to see a, what it I've got a side is. tab on my other computer okay. open, and, and it's 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 a marching plum with boxing gloves. It's Ooh, man. Plums are in season right now. I've been eating the shit out of some plums. Thank you, Anna, by the way. Do you like plums? Does everybody like plums? Plums are fucking amazing. They got to be like, really yes. The, win the window is like tiny, tiny, tiny for plums between yeah. too bitter and too mealy. But yeah. when they're good, oh, man, a plum is just like, oh, oh yeah. Shit, yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough yep. about plums, J Bone. Jesus All right. Christ. Jay. Yeah. But, but thank you for the super sticker, Anna. Much love. Thank, thank you. you. Um, so yeah, Ragnarok wins. Uh, Tennille's about to get clobbered sometime in the soon to near future by uh, <laughs> Masha Slamovich, and yeah, I can't wait. the whole The whole division is really evolving together now in all different directions. Does Man, that make any sense? You know what I mean. It, it's the the women's side of the company tag division included for the first time since it's been re revived um, is in a real, real good, strong position across the board, bottom of the card, top of the card tags, singles. Yeah. No, the knockouts are just having their way with the company right now. You know, they've oh. got a, they've got a challenge coming from the X division though, which is also badass. Oh, to speaking of challenged, I, uh, Anna was uh, challenging me and I obviously lost it. She said, no, it's pom-poms. It's, it's like a, pl a marching plum with pom-poms. Oh, okay. yeah. Cause it's going like this. <laughs> oh, Keith. Coach Keith says plums make me shit. That's unfortunate coach. Uh, Most of the rest of the chat likes plums. Though. It's you've, yeah, it's, it just it just means you're eating too many. You know, <laughs> yeah. Don't eat like don't eat like all the plums. You just yeah, need don't don't plums. eat the whole damn tree, right? right. Yeah, critical sting. How many storylines are going in the KO division? So many, I can't even keep up. You got undead, un, you know, undead realm stuff filtering underneath. You've got Sue's inevitable return. You've got Ragnarok taking over the tag division. You've got the formation of three or four new teams. You've got the influence turning into a freebird situation, maybe. Shit, that's not that's, even including the singles division. You've got Masha, who isn't even interacting with the roster that much yet, doing her own thing. Like it, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. how the women's division is. It's yeah, it's super. It's, yeah, especially all the the yeah. fresh tag teams that are going on. And I don't care if they're just thrown together. Sometimes it just works, you know. Yeah, I mean, you you had three out of matches on the card that were knockouts and you could have easily filled it with another five it's yeah. just it's so solid right now yeah so all right so next we got um all right so we got uh g i, I didn't pay attention to a lot of the backstage segments because a lot of them were just prepped for their upcoming match but yeah. this one was post-match so gia miller was talking to speedball mike bailey and saying basically saying he's got an open challenge this thursday he wants fresh faces to come in and challenge for it which we're gonna see that tomorrow night 
Allen Angels, former uh, Dark Dark Order AEW guy, mm-hmm. jumping these, uh, crossing the line, if you will. Um, now I don't. I'm not going to assume that he's you know no. part of the roster, a new no. signing. He's so uh, he was available. You know, this was like the day after he was available, yeah. and yeah. so it was like, hey, it's just exciting to see him refocus his his career in Impact's direction. So I can't, you know, win or lose, you know, I'm I'm not assuming he's getting a win here, but I just I'm excited to see him. Absolutely, I I'm not like a huge huge fan. He's relatively new in the business, but. I was watching AEW since the beginning. If you are not familiar with Alan Angels, uh, go back to the early days of AEW Dark and search for Alan Angels versus Kenny Omega. They had a 15-minute match. He was the so-called jobber, right, that Kenny had a 15-minute match with. Yeah. Um, fantastic match on Dark that's free on YouTube. It's been carved out into its own video. Just do a search for Kenny versus Angels, and that'll give you just some insight to what we're going to see tomorrow. That That should be a killer match. Uh, Basil says he's very young. He's only 24. Very young. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was real young in, into the business. Like, you can tell that he's not a ton of experience, but he's very good. Well, he and he was one of the first guys that showed up in um, Cody and um, oh, God, I'm just brain farting all over the place tonight. It stinks in here. <laughs> Cody's br- gold dust. Damn it. What the hell is his name? Oh, Dustin. Dustin. Thank you. (laughs) Jiminy Christmas. Stinks in this office. I'm just brain farting so much. Cody and Dustin's school that they opened up right when AEW got started. Um, He he was, uh, Alan Angels was a part of that with with, uh, 10. Preston Vance or whatever the hell his name Mm. is. Yeah. They were in there. Not that that's when they started, but yeah. So are they still... At AEW on under different contracts as like for the Dark Order, is the Dark Order still Dark like a Order thing? is still a thing? Yeah, because I saw that Evil Uno's taking independent bookings, and I noticed that he pulled the AEW stuff off his profile. I don't know if he's there he's, or not anymore, but he's probably on a per appearance contract now. Whereas okay. I think a lot of them are going to be okay. if they're not going to be on just a regular like. A lot of them they came in, boom, three year deal right off the bat. So many of them. Yeah. And this is the time of year this summer. Running out. Yeah. It was all prior to when Dynamite started that the contracts are going to be changing and or expiring. So so yeah. So Alan okay. Angels is is got a whole new a whole new uh future ahead of them. You know, and so he's um, gone from AW then completely. I I don't think he's completely gone. Like he may like I can see him coming back. I can okay. see him coming back, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Oh, and we've got we have a third. Here. We've what got a rare third? appearance. Rare appearance here. Rare appearance. <laughs> what is? Up? I figured he was alone. That's why I jumped in. Oh, the, I turned it on and he was alone, and I was like, <laughs> I was about guy. to go to bed, and I was like, Fuck, I'll go hop in. Poor so, guy. <laughs> oh, I should tag out now. <laughs> No, no, stay. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll let's, yeah, okay, let's go. I'm still watching the main event. I, I, I got literally going right here. That's all right. Let's talk <laughs> about all right. the other matches. 
Well, that's that. That's a slow match. We're we're uh, we're jumping on the second half of the uh, card here. So I just we'll, want to we'll talk about AMW. Time. That's all. I, that's the only reason I'm here. Let's talk about AMW. That's it. <laughs> that's the only reason I came in, Jay. I'm just here to talk about AMW. Well, we're almost there. So <laughs> uh, you go I, on. I go even... on until you get to AMW, and then I can talk. Well, we we're. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Trent, we are Trent's, there. Trent's not here to pitch in for the TNI crew anymore. He's just here to talk about AMW. Yes, <laughs> you guys. Well, I'm only here for I AMW. Do, <laughs> I do, Trent. It's, and I'm glad. I'm glad you did pop in for this because I know uh, America's Most Wanted is one of your favorite all-time tag teams, if not it your is my favorite. All-time, yeah. Your all-time. Fa- okay, your all-time favorite. And we are at that point of the card now where we got Honor No More represented. By Taven Bennett, Eddie Edwards, uh, Kenny King, and PCO, uh, Vincent and Maria Canellis are at ringside, and we'll get to that in a bit because we have there's a very funny segment, uh, invo- involving one of our other crew members. Uh, oh, yeah, Eddie, Bill, Bill got some camera time on this. I saw he did, <laughs> it's blink, you miss it, but it's hilarious. We'll get to it. Hang on, and then we got the good brothers. Heath and America's most wanted on the other side. So, all right. So before the, before the match even starts, um, James is out there with a beer and he, he, he sprays the crowd or he dumps it on Maria. I didn't see exactly what happened, but she's upset. She's got it all over her head. She's, um, on the camera side of the ring, she walks up to Bill, grabs his like jacket <laughs> or vest or whatever he's got on, mm-hmm. and like rubs her hair with it, trying to like get the beer out of her hair. And and Bill's like, oh, oh god! <laughs> <You know? laughs> but like it legit spilled all over her, right? That was yeah. the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That so, was cool. It was cool. It, it was funny because uh, poor Bill's. Very expensive moose vest was destroyed right. in the process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor guy. As was moose on the show. Like, good lord, that was nuts. Did we miss but, that match? No, you didn't. I'm, I'm just okay. jumping. In. I, no, I'm, I'm are, just on okay. the main. Like, I'm just okay. watching it now. Yeah. So I'll, I'll put it right here in front of me, so I can watch. Right. There we go. There go. Anyway, go <laughs> All right. Where were we? All right, so yeah, we're Jay just has to be up at three in the morning. By the way, Trent, for what? Where are you going, Jay? I I have to assist my lovely Mrs. J Bone, my wife Tracy, mm-hmm. to uh, uh, take uh, one of our daughters down to Chicago because oh, she's yeah? she's uh, leaving O'Hare for Texas. Boo, boo, Texas! <laughs> but you live in Texas. I know. Uncle Mark is there to uh to greet her though, right? Uh, I'm no. trying to get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> 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 trying to trying to be anywhere but Texas. Yeah. Trying to be anywhere but Texas. Yep. But yeah, so she's got friends down there, and we have to leave here at three in the morning to drive down to O'Hare. So that's gonna be fun. But we got how far road, is that for you? We got road donuts, so we're so we're set. Road how far donuts? is that, Jay? From you. Uh, the, uh, well, it's in the middle of the night. It's gonna take about between. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you think, Trent? Like an hour? Oh, yeah. You should be there an hour fifteen at the most from where you're at. Maybe yeah, hour and a half, depending on how it goes. Yeah. What, what, you live by the Milwaukee airport, though. <laughs> yeah. Is well, there no flight? 
I, it depends on what she mm, was trying yeah. to find economically too. So yeah, sometimes I have to go to Dallas, which makes no sense because Houston is a much larger city. But <laughs> every once in a while, there will be a destination where there's no direct flight, and I have to like either drive to Dallas or catch a layover. In yeah, it's it's just a much bigger hub, so sometimes it's a lot easier finding something out of O'Hare than Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm heading out to uh to uh memphis on friday nice going to graceland oh nice oh yeah. so that'll be fun you got the that elvis cool. from the movie huh but, well i mean i've always been i've been to graceland once before but i i kind of rushed through it last time i was with my take, ex, take uh, your time i was with ex-wife that everybody knows about and likes to talk about <laughs> you know we much. haven't talked about the ex-wife in a while yeah the jokes haven't been up in a while well you're not really on very much except for on the throwback which yeah. is no longer a thing which is already thrown but, back. But yeah. we will we will have a very special special edition of the throwback for you guys in a couple of weeks. Three, yeah, three, yeah. Three. You should tell very them special. just really drop, not, yeah. So, drop a little so something. there is another podcast out there that focuses on the asylum, and we've been talking with them about just kind of getting together and shooting the shit uh, off coming off a couple fresh watches at the asylum. And we're going to get together with them and put something together for you guys. So we'll all be on, you know, all however many of us talking about the asylum and kind of going over the entire era. As yeah, they're, they're doing their watch through and they were cool. they're almost like, done. Oh, they're almost done. Okay. They're, yeah. Almost, almost done. done. So yeah, we said, run, we, yeah. we said a while ago, why don't we all uh, just get together after you guys are done and just kind of shoot the shit. You know, it's not, it's a nice thing to do in the 20, 20th year. And uh, it kind of does That's something. That's true. It kind of adds to the throwback catalog a little bit because throwback is done. So we can yeah, add and to the catalog. Another thing for that I think is interesting is they they are on YouTube, but they don't tend to it. They were like a primarily a audio podcast. So I think it'll be a different experience for them. It might be like a like a unique, nice experience for them. You know, oh, sure. to live, yeah. actually just, have a live chat and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Just just a couple pods, you know, hanging out. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, good idea. Right. Good. So, anyways, that's down. That's coming down the pipe, guys. Once they're done, we're going to put All that right. together. Yeah, All right, keep, yeah so keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, so this this was a lot of fun. What was really interesting, as far as the psychology of this match, there was a lot of people were amped up for the return of America's Most Wanted. But honestly, if you listen to the crowd, there was a lot of more people in this crowd just focused on PCO. And him trying to like get in the match, and then Eddie Edwards messing with him, tagging himself in, and PCO really not getting a lot of momentum in this match, and PCO being for frustrated. And so there was it, it was it was really interesting to see like the crowd was like being 50-50 on this in a bit, you know. I mean, he's really popular, plus he, it's current, you know. Uh, Super popular. He's the best really... wrestler in the world. If he's not impact world champion by the end of this year, this company is fucked. Put the belt on PCO fucking right now. PCO title? Yes. PCO's the fucking man, and I'll hear wow. no, no arguments against it, dude. He's a former Ring of Honor. Fuck yeah. PC, I, see, I see why. So I actually watched that pay-per-view where he won because of the hype, and I had never really watched Ring of Honor. I see why their fan base was so into PCO. God damn, this guy is so lovable. He, he is lovable. thousand percent every time. He's great. 57 years old. Like, yeah, great Great gimmick, great yeah. acting, great. I mean, fuck, dude, I love PC. I can't even 
he's like my favorite fucking wrestler right now. I it, see him. It's that vibe. That's the, the, what you're feeling. That's what everybody's feeling. That that's the natural attraction. To yeah, he just left. his. He doesn't even have to speak. He exudes like charisma and like the aura of the business. Like this is a dude who goes out there, and you know, you fucking know, you're gonna get a badass match every time. Like, dude, PCO takes 17 fucking minutes to get to the ring limping and shit because he's so broken down. But once <laughs> he's in that fucking ring, he isn't human anymore. And oh. I can appreciate the fuck out of that. Give me PCO all day. I think he's about ready to split off to you what you're talking about, Jay. Sorry, I got off on a, on a tangent no, there. No, but. and I, I totally like, you know, he makes all the crazy. He's cross-eyed. He rolls his eyes back in his head. He's he's hooting. He's hollering. He's snarling. He's screaming, making all these noises. <laughs> Yeah, kind of pretty like good, that. Pretty good PCO <laughs> impression from Taurus there. Yeah, I mean that's that's what I wake up sounding like like every morning. You know, Trace is like, like "How tomorrow. you doing?" And and that's just me like you know drooling. <laughs> yeah, like an eyeball you, falling out like when Taurus's eye popped out in that one match. When you, <laughs> you when you have to wake up tomorrow morning at three in the morning, that's what it's going to be. Like a goddamn gun flying of Milwaukee. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, you know, shoving donuts in my mouth constantly. Just, just wake up. Jay, Jay's just really looking forward to the donut yeah, portion of tomorrow. Third donut mention. It's going to be just donut. Like, if he doesn't get his goddamn donuts tomorrow. Like, no, they're already there. They're already there. There's, there's, oh, already there. there's, there's a box of 12 donuts on the counter upstairs. And they're all for Jayma. I just, I, it'd, be, it'd be hilarious for everybody else other than Jay if he wakes up and they're already done. Like if the donut, like they, oh, sorry, we finished the donuts. Like what would happen, Jay? Like would you freak out, monstrously it's, freak out? It's it's not, it's not yeah. going to be. Pretty. If you have small children, please ask them to leave the room right now. Oh, Don West. Oh man, that video today, huh? Man, that's a great video. I that, put it in the Discord after you tweeted it. Yeah, I had to really put it. Good. I had to retweet that out. That was very uh, sad. Very yeah. sad. I don't um. I mean, it, it's not a happy video. It's really well done and it's great, but it sucks that the reason it was made is probably not great. As, and I guess from what we have gathered, it's it's not looking good. Is that well, why this video came out? I, I That's what I took from the fact that that I, video came out, but I don't know. I, I don't want to assume that, but it's just like, and I've said this before, and I've heard so many people say it over the course of the <clears> last <throat> few years. It's like, would you want to recognize someone? Give them their flowers while they're yes. still here. Absolutely. Not after they're gone, which, yeah. you know, so it, I, it could be just a case of that. I haven't heard anything either way. I mean, they're still advertising the, you know, please donate to the GoFundMe. So, cause I mean, if they weren't doing that, that, then that would be a sign, but they're still saying give to the GoFundMe. So. Okay. Yeah. Which is a good hopefully. sign. Yeah. Yeah. I hope man, my, it's my hope that it, uh, it works out, man. I well, mean, you guys know I'm just kind of a natural pessimist, so maybe I just took that video the wrong way. I just, no, I mean I, I could see why. You know, it it yeah. it lend it lended itself to goodbye. like oh man, kind of, like yeah. a goodbye, right? Yeah. I, I hate to say that, but that's what it felt like. Yeah. Well, me too. I mean, that's why I, I don't know just, that that was the reason, but it, it was a great way for so many pat current and past talents to you know, give their love to uh, a guy on the part of the company that was so s such a 
cornerstone for years, you know? You know one, what it could have been also? One of the voices. Yeah. You know what it could have been also is that, you know, while they were kind of filming everybody for the 20, mm-hmm. they were like, can you yes. send a shout out? Well, they got that one uh, AJ guy back too. Yeah. For this. Yeah. She so like AJ's on it, Chris Daniels, you know, Kat, like everybody oh, was kind of already Goldie. there. Yeah. yeah Goldie. You know, it's everybody who was kind of already yeah. there. So which made me think, okay, well, maybe their whole thing is like, all right, well, since we got you guys, let's let's put this down too. Just I don't know. Yeah. Man, what's where where'd that Styles guy go? I haven't seen him in a while. I don't know. He was big in the company in the early years, but yeah. uh, hey, how, how nice is it to have Kaz back around? Like, can Dude, we just get him speech. back? Yeah, yeah, that speech. Was is he what was he doing on AEW? Just nothing like, really. Nothing? Yeah. He was doing the elite hunter thing, but they botched it real bad. And then I don't even he came back to impact after that briefly in the summertime. You notice they're kind of given you notice they're kind of given that storyline to Heath now. Like they, they yeah. kind of oh, yeah. it. yes, yes. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. basically teased it at yep. at against all odds that he's gonna yes. be this elite hunter. You yeah, know, I'm gonna go but after all those guys club. one by one. Bullet, bullet club, club right? Yeah. Like I'm the bullet yep. club hunter, right? Yep, exactly. So, um, I just man, I really hope Kazarian he his presence is not he's not only here, we're feeling his presence. He's getting big moments, giving big speeches, his wife is there, like uh, it it just feels bigger than hey, here he's back for this match for yeah. his anniversary. And I hope that's the case because I would love for him to come back in a full time role. I- I gotta address uh, Violet's comment about my the gray in my beard. This is what it's been for a while. I just clipped it down because I'm about to dye it. I've been dying it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying it. So I'm about to dye it before I go to my trips. I got I got look all you know nice and. I gotta, and I, I said, jet- "Holy shit, Trent! You turn forty and you look old as fuck." Yeah, for real. This, this is what happens when you podcast with J Bone too much. It's contagious. The the, yeah, the, yeah. the salt the salt and pepper makes its way through the other members. So yeah, does no. this disappear next? And it's just yeah. skull. He's got a diet, man. It goes, di- it goes fermented. down your it goes down your back, and pretty soon your ass is covered in salt and pepper. Yeah. So I, you're welcome. I just TMI, J Bone. Yeah, I, I I dip my 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 face and head in paint, you know, every every few weeks. <laughs> so that's that's that oh, it's it's been gray for a while. Here you go. That's what Kaz was doing. Oh, was he on TV? Okay. I guess he was. Uh, well, he's with Scorpio Sky, but Scorpio Sky was the TNT champion until tonight. Congratulations, fucking War Dog! Congratulations, War Dog, on his spoilers, first... Uncle Mark. Oh, sorry, I don't even watch that show. Sorry, I just saw the picture <laughs> and I was like, you know me, man. I was like, fuck yeah, Wardlow. So sorry I about watch it tonight, damn it. Sorry, J Bone. Sorry. Is they call him War Dog? Is that what his name is? Yeah, he's a War Dog. Wardlow's the future, man. I'm telling you, ten years from now, that guy's gonna be the biggest name in the fucking business. I've been saying it since the beginning. He's he's what Brian Cage should have been. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what Wardlow is. Wardlow is Batista. He's ah, that style. He's that yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Two, 2.0. Yeah, he's Got very it. much built in Batista's image. But War, Wardlow's mic skills are already fantastic. Dude has mm. a killer. Like he just big star, big star. I know it's how he puts you ahead of the game, man. If you can talk, oh. I mean you're. Well, You're if you can talk and you're 6'8", 300 pounds, that helps too. Fine. <laughs> and he did a swanton, which I don't like. I did see that. A swanton? Yeah, I don't know why. These big oh, guys, that's, man. That's, that's, just, that's just Cage giving him some pointers like, hey, try this. <laughs> try, the, try doing lucha stuff as a big man. 
It totally Marco, worked. don't listen to Brian Cage. It don't worked for me. They yeah. loved it when I did that shit. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll I'll let you. I'll let you. He's like, oh, it worked man. for me. <laughs> Look how over I am. I go ahead. Sorry, sorry for all that AEW talk, folks. You guys know I fucking love War, but I can't help it. All right, back to PCO. Pico. Yeah, PCO is way better. Fuck. PCO versus Wardlow? Oh, fuck. All right, but, you can make this but happen. PCO did one move towards the end of this match. And it, it was one of those things where he does a swanton and lands on like everybody waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. But he, he, I don't know if he slipped or he tripped. But he did something and like hit the can hit hit he like hit the apron and everyone else. It yeah. oh my god. Commentary it, sold the shit out of that one. It it was it was a crash and burn, like oh my god. Just does, does PCO have a family or like like this is the kind of behavior of a guy who's like, <laughs> fuck it, man. She fucking left. My fucking kids hate me. I ain't got shit to live for. That's what this behavior is. Like, that's what I would do if I'm in his position. Like, yeah. Fuck he's, all this, man. He's just, you know, him, him and Dustin, him and Dustin Rhodes are like the last two OG wrestlers left, like still really out there. Fucking Dustin lost, the, you know, he banging. lost the wife, the daughters. You know, she's grown up now. He's like, fuck it, man. I think, I think that's what happens, right? Like, yeah, he, like Dustin does a destroyer as part of his regular moveset now. <laughs> Why? Right? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, it actually looks. I pop when he does it. Dude, you gotta put her. Sting in that it's same fun. thing, man. He's doing like twenty foot yeah. like crossbody dives onto. People. Yeah, Sting's crossbodies are getting nuts. Oh, they, you know, kids are kids are out of the house. I think he got divorced. You know, like <laughs> turn hey, into a fucking monster into a robot, shit, man. Hey, what do you, what do you got at that point? Like the hell with it. Just let it ride. You know, we get all the PCO love though. Can't wait for PCO tours. <laughs> you're, PCO sc- you're scaring the kids. I'm leaving you. What the hell is that metal thing on your head? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a pretty good PCO. That's Shit. Pretty good. Yeah, him I and Vincent are totally me good. every morning. Vincent, <laughs> Vincent was not the original like guy right who who brought him to life it was somebody else right it was, it was vincent on impact no on impact but like no, when they originally was... created this character oh i don't know it Th- was there's some dude that he does videos with on youtube oh, called yeah. destro or something destro yeah destro made all those videos i think yeah and that guy's yeah. good um but there was there was, i forgot who was in the skit who like you know was like basically the vincent role yeah, like the Frankenstein, you know, in, mm-hmm. in that role. And I'm trying to remember who it was. Vincent's uh, fantastic, too. Which, by the way, for everybody, who Frankenstein was the name of the doctor, not the Correct. monster. Now people, you know, <laughs> The monster's name was Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. That's right. Franken-monster. Yeah, yeah, we know. Monster just let you know. I'm just putting that out there. A lot of people don't know that. They, they all think the monster's name is Frankenstein. It's not. Just letting you know. Well, and there's that Alice Cooper song called "Feed My Frankenstein." That's hey, cool. just want you to feed. Just want you to feed the doctor. That's all he's saying, basically. And then there's Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie also. All right, let's. We gotta get out. I want to talk with him about AMW. Let's get yeah. out. Talk <laughs> about AMW. Yes. Yeah. This is uh, the match. Yeah. So I pop. I mean, obviously they've been. He's been around for a bit, Chris Harris. But like, dude, I mean, it was awesome to see him. To see him back. Like to the entrance. And just the, you could see the you could see the emotion on him. That's the oh, that's yeah. the best part, you know. Uh, Storm then, too. Storm. I mean, both of them. I mean, there, there was that emotion of like, holy crap, this is real. 
you know oh we trent rants back yeah justin I, miller super chat thank you sir says i will, trent, I will. i've been trent rants back I've, I've been bitter about some things lately but i definitely uh i, I think I, I think i'm rant worthy oh you know what trent what's going right, on with I'll, you i'll AD, hire you i'll hire you back trent all right i'll hire thank you back you. that is after dark stuff trent you need to make that happen you got yeah yeah you gotta do that um no but you could see also there was that little bit of rustiness in the first, like in the first tag in. I think he did great, but he, you know, there was a little bit of that hesitancy. Like you felt yeah. like he's still, he's Harris is getting in there for the first time in a long time, and it's a bigger audience. He did a few indies a few years ago, but you know, like it's it's there. He's got the braces on, but he looked good, you know. Uh, but then that second tag in, he was warmed up, like the engine was warmed up, and it's like riding a bike. And when he was hitting that, when he hit the spine buster on Kenny King, I was like, oh, shit. All right. Now we're in because he was like all in. So I just love seeing that happen. And then he hit the death sentence. And uh, the jumping lariat, the close like the, right, the ropes, right. his big old lariat. He hit it's that amazing. Too. Oh, yeah. It was great to see but that stuff. That looked the death sentence. You could tell they're a little older. But it's a tough move. Anyways, oh, sure. To and I've never been a fan. Uh, but the lariat was fucking awesome. It looked just like. Old Harris. I mean, it's, it's that adrenaline, man. Southpaw's back. Just the, the air, and then the roll through to finish. Like it was just, it was good stuff. When that, when that adrenaline hits, and you're just like, you know what? I'm not even feeling any pain right now. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, you could just see it, man. And it was, it was cool. It, it was the, super cool. They had to get the pin by death sentence. I'm really glad that the booking yeah. went that way. It was the right call. This was the right moment. It was the right way to use a 10 man match to, to keep Harris strong and make sure that this was going to go off without a hitch. Well-booked match all the way through. I really like this moment. Action was great. Yeah. Action was great too. Everything was great. It was a great match. Honor, honor no more to me has added so much to this company. It's not even funny. The dynamics of how great all of them individually are as well as together. And you throw Maria into, I mean, they're just, they're phenomenal. They deserve to be highlighted, all of them, uh, constantly. This match was really good for AMW. I hope that this is followed at BFG with the induction. It would be just too sweet. Like, let's, yeah. let's do that. I agree yeah. with you. I, I, Honor no more has really, like, they're not getting the credit they deserve for how much no. they Yeah, they're but, so but they're, good. You're spinning almost two, two and a half, like, two stories off of them at all times, you know? And it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, and then they're gonna they're gonna branch off another ship, but they have two two and a half stories going on within one group. And I'm like, man, well, they have given a nice nice little team versus team vibe. Yeah, and they're all really strong workers. Every single one of them can talk, can work. I mean, having Kenny King back is sweet as shit. He's awesome. Vincent's awesome. PCO is awesome. Vincent, this Vincent, I knew nothing about this guy. He's at so all. cool, and he's this, cool as shit. He's good. Yeah. He's, he's legit Charles Manson is what he's oh, big big time big time <laughs> cult know? leader vibes total Manson but he's oh, great yeah. I knew yeah. I mean I, Jay was he was in Ring of Honor right that's where this guy came right. from mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah there's there's a whole history there between him Taven and and Bennett and there's going back and forth you know they were uh the the OGK and then then they split Vincent did his own horror thing where he had his own group cool. for a bit and was going against Taven and and then Bennett came back and to counter it and it was it was yeah so it's, but now they're all together so it's nice 
you know, it's the same but different. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's great. He's great. I think he's a Northeast guy, I believe. I knew I mean he he wasn't some indie darling or anything like that. Dude, when I I actually liked him in Ring of Honor when I started watching. And when I followed him when he was at Ring of Honor, he had like like seven or eight thousand followers. Like nothing. He was really really small time. Well, well T and I UK interviewed him like a, several months ago. Yeah. yeah There's yeah. an interview with him on, on mm-hmm. the network. I yeah, heard you guys right when they joined, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. right when he just got in. So, I mean, yeah. none of this stuff had happened yet. So, it's still very new. But uh, yeah. I encourage everybody to check it out because you didn't get that early vibe. I mean, this was, I mean, Ring of Honor was a break, but this is more more exposure, obviously. Critical sting real quick. Taven has sold me on being a world champion. My big thing coming in was like, what? Matt Taven. I am a big, big fucking Matt Taven fan now. He is he, completely one yeah. over. He gets a lot of shit. He gets shit on because they're like, oh, this guy, he, he's going to kill Ring of Honor. And Well, I just think the, the shit I'd always heard not being a watcher was, yeah, that he wasn't the right. He should never be in a championship position. I'm not going to say that. But, dude, this guy's really valuable. He is good, man. He's a ta- like I was always like, eh, man, Taven. But, dude, he's a talented guy. I cannot man, and, take away from oh, him. Yeah. He, he is a selfless fucking worker, too. Yeah. This guy right, puts man. everybody over huge. He takes tons of pins, tons of beatdowns, isolates all the time in the ring as the last man left. Dude is totally selfless. Huge Matt Taven fan. I see why his fan club or whatever came with him to Impact. Like they go to all the shows. Yeah. And I see, like that. That's what I know. It's small. This is a micro example, but that's what a draw is. Matt Taven is a draw. Right, people followed him with his merch. He was one of you know one of the first people out there from that group. Not that they all aren't doing it, but he was really out there saying impact, impact, and we're going to be the champs. This is what we're here for. Yeah, like, he was all in right away, and I'll give that back to Matt Taven. If you're going to be excited to be here, I'm going to be excited to watch you. And he's been nothing but a pleasure to watch so far. Uh, Violet said she she met him, Marie and Mike, and I, Mike's super nice. I got to work with Mike. At AAW, he's he's Mister Motivation. He's he's just a sweetheart. I've never met Taven, but he has contacted us about coming in. So maybe one day, you should absolutely get him. I I'm sold on him. I never was. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's same. Dude. You know, I and I think a lot of people didn't watch like me. I barely watched same. him enough to make yeah. that determination. Same. But, uh, right. but Jay, what about you? What what's your take on Taven? Oh, I like Taven. Like I was, I was kind of in and out on the whole Ring of Honor thing while he was champ at the time, and I think it's just one of those things where so many people left for AEW, and you only had so many people to build the company, keep the company going after that because they lost so many, and so then you, you know, you, you go with what you have. And I don't mean that as in a, in a negative way, it probably sounds like it's a negative way, but it's not meant that way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, all right, well, we'll see who we got here and who's best suited to lead this group of misfits into the next chapter. And Taven was one of those guys. And, yeah. you know, it looks like the chat is saying a lot of, or, or echoing a lot of what Trent and I said. So, from Impact fans, in case this gets back to Matt Taven, let me make this a formal apology on behalf of all of us who judged you ahead of time. We actually think you're fucking awesome, Matt Taven. So much we're respect from the Melvins. Yeah, we're, we're sold. We're definitely sold on him. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it took some selling, but I got sold. 
if He's you great. if you put it this way, if you're not familiar with this stuff and all you watched was his tag match with Bennett versus the Briscoes at that final battle mm-hmm. when everything was a big freaking yeah. question mark and they all yeah. knew they just lost their jobs. Um his passion during that match and after the match, like kissing the mat on his way out, was like, oh man. Really? This, yeah, you could see it. You could see the passion. It was I'll compare it to, you know, whether you love the guy or hate, whether you love him or hate him, I'll compare it to, like, the passion of someone like Cody Rhodes, you know? Okay. So, and I mean that as a compliment. I can't deny that. Cody Rhodes is mega passionate. Love him or hate him. That dude's got a ton of passion. Right. So, all right. So, next, all right, we got another fun one here. The rest of the card's just a banger from here on out. We got the Clockwork uh, House of... Clockwork Orange House of Fun. I, I always screw this up. It's you know, like clockwork, clockwork fun, fun orange house, <laughs> uh, orange orange. It's the orange house with Raven. It's I don't, I don't, I'm so confused. Here. This was something Dave and I would back in the old days would uh, we always have we we'd always extend it out, like it always be the clockwork orange sun kissed so fun, fun house of mirrors, <laughs> Raven bird. Don West, like we just like add to it every time. You know, every time we said it, we would just add some other words to it. Fifteen words, you know, like just random shit. But, so uh, Ray, so Raven comes out and and sits with Tom Hannafin and Ray Wald, and and Tom Hannafin shakes his hand, and he's just they were so nervous with him. Oh my god, you could Raven tell they were so nervous. Like they didn't. Here's what upset me about that, Jay. They didn't really know how to play Raven. Like he was, he's being Raven. And, well, and they didn't always, really get it. <laughs> he's always such an enigma. You never, that's right. the thing with Raven is you never know what you're going to get. Oh, he could have, he could have, he could have come in there just, just mad. Like who do these guys think they are? I created this. And, and he was just, Oh, Sammy Callahan looks like he's changed my stuff a little bit. It looks, looks very, looks very, very fun you know and he's just he's just like like this guy they let out of the loony bin for uh let's see he's got a he's got a he's got a three-hour window we're gonna give him his meds right before we let him out so he's on this like you know morphine high just sitting with the crowd like like, all right he's he's all meted up guys let's let's use him all we can because he's right i'm about to put motherfucker hakeem in a timeout like Raven made this match. I laughed my fucking ass off. Dude, at Raven's he wasn't, commentary. He's not a he's not a time. commentator. That's the idea. Dude, what, that sounds what, just like if you remember in WCW, he would come out and do commentary during flock matches, and his commentary looked just like this. He sounds the same on his podcast. Raven just talks, and shit comes out of his brain because the man is fucking brilliant. Like all his little anecdotes and like jokes were killing me. Hakeem, well, that, well, you're crazy. Next time I see you, Kim, we're gonna fucking fight, dude. This <laughs> Raven was fucking hilarious in this match, dude. Well, that, well that's what I'm, I was getting. The, the box. It's a fun box. It's a that, box. That's he. What he was doing, like this, wasn't because he sucked at commentary. This was all. That's all by design. That's Raven being Raven. That's what he does. Right. And and those guys didn't know how to play it. That's that's what got me about. It. I'm like. You guys aren't getting how to play this. <laughs> like, yeah, Hannafin they, and, uh, and they Ray didn't Wong. feed well. 
no by the end by the end they were getting better but they weren't playing raven the right way which is kind of surprising because ray walton and anafin are top pros both those guys are real good there must have been a a lack of communication there or something as far as like you know what what were you going to get with this raven like i said you don't know if you're gonna get some like snarling madman or some hi i'm raven and everything's great but you know spooky great you know it's like <laughs> that's like i didn't want scott levy out there i wanted raven yeah, you know what i mean i want i want him to be twisted and fucking weird and like making it awkward but the thing was he made it on he, he the idea was he was doing awkward on purpose, but they needed to know how to feed it, and they weren't feeding it. They were like, "Okay, yeah. well then," and then they would just like seg back into the yeah. match, and it's like, "No, that's that's bad." And a couple times they did, and he he played right back. That's that's what he was. He's sitting there clearly waiting for it. That's the idea, you know. Like he's literally asking you to play with him. Yeah, and um, yeah. So was- chat chat does really want us to mention that staple to the dick. They were really <laughs> that the whole watch along popped with the staple to the dick too. It was a staple of the dick the was night. nuts. It was yeah. he sold it like amazingly though. He sold yes. it so well. <laughs> like I thought he was like I literally thought I was I was waiting for somebody to make a joke about how he can't have any kids now. You know, like maybe typical... he's actually had a staple in the dick before, and so he knew how to take it. <laughs> I'm not gonna phenomenal. question that, but we do have a bill joining us now. A bill. What's up, guys? Bill. The bill. Was bill. There. The front row bill. Bill, is that the vest that Maria wiped her 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 hair? Her hair <laughs> no, the no, that is not the vest. Uh, that is now. Yes. Is that the cleaners well, now? Is that at the dry cleaners? Well, depending on who you ask, it may or may or not be at the dry cleaners. Some may have said it should never be washed again, but yeah, it may yeah. just be, be it may be being put in acrylic right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's framed. It's never going to be seen again. Um, yeah. That's uh, you got you got you got your you got your moment, you got your moment, kid. You got you got. On TV. <laughs> uh, it was so fun. She got pretty close to you, Bill. Did you get a little nervous for a second? That's what I need to know. Did you get well? A uh, well, yeah, a little. You get a little nervous when Miss Marie is around. Uh, She's so, gorgeous. Oh uh, yeah, she. Well, well, when you get approached, you're like, well, wait, what's happening here? What's, what's about that? <laughs> like everything's in slow motion. She's like, it's like you're like. Wait a minute! I've the watch along popped. The watch along, <laughs> like, oh, look at that! What's, what's going on here? What's going on here? Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Day. What, whatever, what whatever you like, whatever. Why <laughs> whatever on whatever? She's rubbing <laughs> herself on myself. <laughs> <laughs> the match was unbelievable. It, it lived up to everything I wanted it to be in a clockwork. I mean, this is Sammy Callahan is the modern day Raven. You know that yeah. he's he, to me, Sammy Catlin. I've always said he's Raven and Terry Funk of the modern day, and that's what it was. Son of Raven, yes. son of Raven, grandson of Terry Funk. That's what the match. That's there what he you is. Go. Bottom line. So, Bill, I don't know if you uh, if you feel the same, but you want to give us a live uh, perspective of how that went over. Love to hear it. Yeah, no, this was uh, this was a hell of a match. I got uh, definitely the crowd was into pretty much the whole show, but. Uh, a match like this definitely took the crowd to the next level. Uh, they were obviously we've seen Sammy do matches like this before, but when you see Moose do stuff like this, I think that's even more surprising. Um, but he, he, they went all in on this, and Sammy still coming pretty fresh off that injury. Uh, kudos to both guys; they really went all out here, and they went at each other pretty hard. And there were some there were some sick spots during this match for sure, uh, and it was great. I think that's the first time we've seen 
whatever you want to call them, the Legos, the whatever blocks. Um, but first since 2018 Slammiversary. So mm. it was great Is to it? see them back in play. Yeah, they don't use they don't use them much. That's rare they Did bring them out. He didn't have he didn't have that bag in the match with Eddie, like the full metal mayhem they had. I don't remember them going to the Lego route. That that I that I, I remember that, that against the Pentagon controller. and no other. Yes, yes, that had their yeah, that had their controller. Mm. So they used other props, but uh like you see them on the not even that much on the indies. So it was good to see that because that that popped the crowd. <laughs> it's a fun spot. You got a channel, what's in the box? It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, Ray Walt said it on commentary, very typically like the like the movie. You know, What's in the box? And I was yeah, like, yeah, shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up, Ray Walt. Oh, come on, you have to say that. <laughs> stay professional. Stay professional, you ass. Stay professional. <laughs> As he's sitting next to Raven, trying not to get his face well, scratched was, off or something. I was hoping Raven would like would have ripped him for it. You know, like what are you doing? What are you? What are you you're no Brad Pitt. Okay, relax. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, kid? I mean, he was great. Bill, did you watch it back to hear the Raven commentary? I didn't get a chance to watch it back. I've been pretty much either uh, working or sleeping, or I was just at the uh, the Phillies Nationals game, uh, a last minute invite from a vendor. Uh, so I, since I wasn't sure if we were definitely having it, I had to take them up on it at like uh, four p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I hate when that happens too, though, because then after work, you all of a sudden have an extra four hours of business that you weren't expecting <laughs> well you got to be on you got to be on yeah exactly you're yeah. not just there for the game like this yes, is time fun, this is time you have to be on yeah like i don't sit there and talk about you know whatever the fuck we're hey but they're about. buying right bill i mean you, yeah. you got yeah yeah, yeah there is that there is that <laughs> i may have had a few beers a few few sodas few few sodas. few few Daddy sodas. Couple two tree sodas. <laughs> two tree. That's the uh the Chicago way of saying that that when you say you don't you never say I'll add a couple of you always say couple two tree of whatever. There you go. Chicagoisms. Yeah, they're based in Chicagoisms. <laughs> but uh but match wise, anything else to add? I mean, I it was I think they both did a really, really good job. These two don't have a bad match together. And like Bill said, it's fun when you see Moose in matches like this. <laughs> like taking a trash can spot. That was probably my favorite part. That of was match. good. <laughs> was was Sammy Stuff and Moose in a trash can. Yeah. <laughs> what that's when Moose though, that's when he pulled out the stable gun and got him in the dick. That's where the yeah. staple in the dick came from. Because I thought Moose was gonna pull out. He hit Sammy with a bottle that is that a real bottle? Yeah, the bottle. That was it. Then is he that, had like the yeah. jagged bottle. Yeah. Oh, come he on. clipped yeah. the bottle pretty he clipped it in a weird I don't think he got his head, he kind of got his face. It, um, it looked like Maybe that cut him for real. That's what I thought. But it was a great match. Loaded, really fun fucking match. I mean, it's it's definitely sugar glass stuff, but it just the way. Yeah, we haven't seen that since Sammy and Melissa Santos. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The wedding. That was great. That was good shit in Mexico, right? Mexico taping. Bill was no Vegas. 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 There's a picture of my face going. <laughs> when that happened, hey, baby, let's go to Vegas. A Basil original wedding. impact <laughs> weddings are fantastic. That was a good wedding. That was my so, favorite Brian Cage moment. So I want to hear everyone's opinion on the inclusion of, um, ouch, Macklin. Ow, okay, fuck. yeah, let's talk about this. <sighs> uh, let's talk about the Macklin. I'll be real quick. I like it. It sets up a logical <sighs> next feud. Macklin's on his way to the top. You have somebody who's always going to be over no matter what. Put him over. I like it. Okay. I mean, he needs a feud, and it it you you put him in a feud with Sammy, he's going to be instantly. Yeah. I mean, he's yep. something he's made, right? He's going to be a yep. made guy. 
that's I think it's good booking. Okay. Bill, how did that go over live? I want to ask before you jump in, Jay, but I want to just how was the I, live reaction to that? I think the live reaction was mixed um, because I don't know if everybody was as familiar with Macklin there. The ones that were, I think, were like, oh, 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 okay, what's going on here? Uh, but I don't know if it got – like I think it probably did better for maybe a home audience and even the crowd there because they there was nothing really in the buildup, like in the vignettes, the video packages that were building up Macklin. I think we all knew he would appear on the show in some format. Uh, and this does make sense to where he would appear. Uh, but I do think it does really help putting him over because we know that's what Sammy does. He is like a gatekeeper in the company and pretty much everybody he feuds with his feuds are always gold. So Macklin that this is a great thing for him. Like he's going into the main event, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Big, that's big exactly trust of, yeah. Big endorsement. Stop. Okay, so now I, I, there's a part two to this that I want to get your guys' thoughts on because I don't know if this is the, the way that because Moose shared something. It's a it's a Marvel uh, pick of Kingpin with the Punisher. It's from Punisher Max, right? So is is this like? some new like rivalry like moose didn't want him there or because i first took it as macklin is forming an alliance with moose towards like others like sammy coming back no so kingpin is a bad guy and the punisher is a good guy no so. i know that but i was i was <laughs> just just from how i first looked at this i'm like mm -hmm. oh macklin is helping moose win this that's how i first looked at this but then i look at that comic book picture and i'm like wait a minute does moose want to hurt macklin now i'm confused yeah it, it's probably it, moose doing it backwards it's <laughs> moose saying i'm still in charge like yeah you know i'm the big bad like your punisher ain't shit i haven't Isn't read punisher max so i can't give you any more specific insight so anyone who's read punisher max let us know i actually skipped I, that i i collected it back in high school so i'm a little rusty on my punisher so well max is 2008 so you probably missed that one <laughs> if you were in high school <laughs> Dolph lundgren's your punisher jaybo and i know it. hey Dolph lundgren's my punisher too he's my no. punisher too he's the only hey, punisher hey, hey. My no, Punisher is the other guy, Tom, whatever. Talk, Thomas Jane. I like Thomas him. Jane. Thomas Jane's not bad. I like Thomas Jane. Dolph Lundgren, I give the credo to because he was the original, but yeah, no, Thomas no, no, Jane no, no. did well with it. Dude, the I war, like the, that Punisher. The war Zone. War Zone is the only legit one. Who was in the I'll get out of here. I don't That's even know what the guy's no. name is. Dane? He's badass. No, it's not Dude, Thomas, Thomas Jane. Jane. Thomas Dane Jane did that did that nine minute online Punisher film, short film too. That was just badass as shit. Plus wrestling like, related. Like, Kevin Nash was in the Punisher with Thomas right, he was. Oh yeah. He was in the Thomas Jane one. Oh blonde yeah. Hair, yeah. Short yeah. blonde hair. Is it but, War Journal that Jane is in? Jane only did one, right? Yeah. It was just, it he was only just did Punisher. One. In the that short was. film. Was um, it just the self-titled Punisher? There yeah, was a was short it. there was a short one. You can find that yeah. on YouTube. But yeah, I'll tell you what, okay. I, I like that one. I that was really my favorite did. of all of them. Dude, the, the thing with the guy, the guitar and all that shit, that was great, man. Like the fucking creepy dude in the diner. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that was that was a good Punisher, man. 
fucking Travolta. I, I, I gotta look up and, and see who because the, the the Punisher Warzone one that came out like is somewhere within the last decade. Mm-hmm. I love that one. That one was really good. You guys gotta see that one. Okay. It, it was probably one of the more comic based realistic ones. Okay. Honestly, like looking at like the character from the comic book. It's it was. Did you real, see the original with Dolph Lundgren, J. Ben? I don't think he did. I think he's lying. I don't think he watched it. I don't know, man. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan looks just like I fucking expected. When did that come out? Like 86, 87? 87, I want to say. I'm a right? little fuzzy. 89, 89. 89, 89. 89. 89. Okay. Yeah. I'm a little I saw fuzzy that in the theater, J-Bone. Come on, man. Crying out loud. I, I'm a little fuzzy on that one, but yes, I did see it. It's pretty, well, it's pretty for, for 89 and comic book movies. Being in the infancy where only people like me would watch them and not everyday people. <laughs> I saw them all. It was Everybody. it was it was about as good as a comic book adaptation as there could be. But it Guys, was you want gritty, it was freaking dark. For, for a character <laughs> it was dark. for a character like Punisher, yes. But see now you gotta remember Yeah, you got the clean version of Punisher in these other ones. <laughs> Thomas Thomas Jane was a much cleaner one because freaking Punisher is an animal. <laughs> That's well, what he should because, be. Because I still had the mindset that Dolph Lundgren is the guy from Russia that Rocky Well, if he was. dies, he dies. Or he's the guy who lives in Houston and fights aliens when they claim to come in peace, but they don't fucking come in peace. That's Wait, right. I just got to say this, though. Guys, the hell movie is I come in peace. Shot in Houston, Texas. In 89, J-Bone was too busy doing this. Jiminy Christmas. And listening to Rush, you know, what I mean, like this, he was, he was, yeah, just before we know, we need like, the critical oh, what a sting, critical oh, sting we're, we're too old <laughs> comment here. He's like, what the fuck are you guys talking Who's the longer? What happened to Macklin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're way, way off now. This is, uh, well, he, he's, he's Punisher theme, so we have to acknowledge his, uh, his roots. You gotta say it. You gotta say it. Like uh, I was waiting for Martin to jump in, like the like the Irish. You can go fuck the Steve Macklin. You know, like, <laughs> just fucking going. Oh on. no, I like Macklin now. I just hate his character. No, I'm just talking just for the sake awesome. of the conversation. <laughs> it's know? funny. I saw Macklin the Thursday before, the, the night before, uh, against all odds in Philly. The Monster Factory ran the 2300 Arena, and he's yes. a complete face there. Complete face. I saw that. I saw that they. So it's so that. interesting watching him be the face one night, who, and then obviously, what's his know? character as a face? He, they don't really cut promos there because it's 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 a it's a training school that just put oh. on like a show. So he didn't really cut a. He kind of put over the owner and the and the company. But other than that, but you could tell he he's the good guy. Uh, yeah. But you even look every time he comes to the crowd, he always tries to jack up the crowd for cheers. So yeah. it's he's a heel that wants cheers. It's mm-hmm. that's why he's kind of he plays that Austin card a lot of the time. I think. Well, they're about to turn him. I think. Oh yeah, I think he'll. He, he's going to be his world title reign will be a face title reign. Yeah, Bill, a buddy. That will be within one show. year. A buddy of mine was on that Monster Factory show. Uh, Rico De La Vega. Okay. Yeah, he uh, was one of the one of the the Ricos here. Yeah, Suave. He, yeah, he was he was on that show. I saw him post. But I'm like, hey, it's cool. Yeah, because he he moved away from Chicago, so it was good to see him uh, on that show. All right, so it's it's our yeah. it's our goal as a squad together. We we gotta like put our fists together on it. We got to put our heads together, figure out a way that we have to make 
Macklin over for Anna, okay? Because <laughs> she Anna, not having it? Anna he, doesn't get it yet. Really? Okay. Okay. So, we, so, so we have to. But by, well, there's before, always somebody that somebody's like, I don't get it. <laughs> before but emergence, gotta we got to well, work on her. Well, <laughs> I, well, you know what? Let's 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 put it out there. What is it that you don't get? Oh, I'll yeah. tell you, I don't. I really she, hated Macklin forever. She's the same one that says that Brian Danielson is boring. So she doesn't like she doesn't that kind. She doesn't like that kind of grappler. Okay, yeah. and, and and honestly, I'm I'm not a huge fan of of that kind of grappler. I like I'm more character type. Uh, I like the big burly brawlers than over. And so I'm I can see where she's coming from. It, it, it's it's personal taste at that point. You know, it's it really is so. We don't have to get them over to her. Like she just doesn't like it. It's not her style. No, you gotta love them. You gotta everybody. You can't like everybody. Can't like everybody. (laughs) Nope. No. Can't like everybody. But uh, that's okay. Great match. I think the (laughs) that's how I feel, Anna. I love his. He's won me over in the ring, though. But I've been with you since day one. I hate his character. I don't. Yeah, Mark's been Mark's been adamant on that. You you stuck with that. His ring work is just so exciting. He's so fucking fun in the ring. I, I love him in the ring. He grew so. up me in the ring for sure. Yeah. See, I thought I, his character during the Honor No More storyline was great, but then they abandoned it because he was getting yeah. too much of a face response. That's true. Yeah. They need I, to just turn him. They didn't want to turn him then. They didn't want to turn him, so they backed away, but he was showing a lot of character there. Like He was outshining guys like Matt Taven, who is a very good promo. And uh, that's very true. Like, you well, he's, Matt forget, Taven. he's Matt Taven. He's Matt Taven. You kind of forget, though, that they did, they did just kind of abandoned it, you know, abandoned it at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was You're like right. when more like Morrissey was a heel and was getting face response and they turned him. Mm-hmm. But they didn't want to turn Macklin yet. Obviously, right. they had plans for him. Yeah. I hate yeah. that Morrissey left. Damn it. So. All right, so to wrap yeah. up, to put a ball on this, so Moose gets the win here with the help of Macklin. This is going to be very interesting to see how this goes as far as how Moose reacts to Macklin. We've already seen a little bit of that on social media. How does Sammy respond to all this being kind of double-teamed without being double-teamed? Because it, it's just – I just can't wait to see how this evolves. So. Yeah, this one this one leaves you with something to look forward to. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Gia then backstage with Heath. Heath wants to take out all of Honor No More. So it's kind of what we talked about. What he's basically yeah. doing what Kaz was doing. He's going to be the hunter. Yeah, yeah. bullet club hunter type of thing, which which I think is good. He needs he needed something. Heath is. It's a really cool um cool yeah, thing to do, right? Especially not having Rhino there, he he yeah. he's needed something since he's came back to put more some kind of focus on him. It's like okay, but what are you gonna do now? Here you go. So yeah, uh, here we go. This is definitely uh, my I I had a tie. I was talking to Mark about this earlier, as far as a tie for match of the night. One of them was Trey versus Speedball. The other one. Is this match the knockouts title match? Tasha Steeles versus the defending Jordan Grace. Uh, you know who's the MVP on this one? Tasha. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it to Tasha 100. She worked her ass off in this. Match. Oh my god! She and was she, a monster in this match. She showed how tough she was because Jordan Grace came in here just wanting to clobber the hell out of Tasha. 
And Tasha kept countering a lot of it. Not all of it, but a lot of it. It was a great work, man. I'm not a big Jordan Grace fan at all, really, but I think that these two have chemistry that's like, whoa, like you guys, you definitely have good communication in there. Whatever yeah, you They needed the right partner. Both of them needed the right partner, and they, they locked yeah. up well on this one because you could see both of them, depending on opponents, haven't looked right at times. Yes. Um, yep. Sadly, I know a couple of Tasha's defenses. It just they, she didn't really match up. It seemed well where like stuff just looked clunky in there. Um, but this You're one talking about both the K matches, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good call. <laughs> it's what everybody was thinking. I'm gonna be honest here. The match with Havoc was not on Tasha. I I agree with you. That match was clunky. I thought Havoc did not wrestle well in that match. I, oh no, I, I think it, I think that's what Bill's saying. It, it's she yeah. needs the right opponent. You know, there's only so much she can lead. You know, I mean, you need you. Need yeah, like you, and it yeah, that's the thing. Like, and with other opponents, they can work fine, but sometimes you just don't work well together. It's just yeah. it's, like either it could be sometimes you can have size mismatches and it can work. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, like there's certain moves. Like if you're gonna try a move on someone, maybe that would yeah. Does like yeah, it does. It, it's gonna look bad, and it did. It looked bad. It looked awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just don't do that move in the match. Like that's something go, you gotta go, figure out. go back to a secondary finisher or come up yeah. with a finisher for larger opponents. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe maybe trying that out. You you hit it one out of ten, two out of ten. Yeah, you don't try that live. It's just probably not gonna work. And it, that, that that those are things that happen. You try them. Yeah. You give a little bit of credit for going for it, but. Uh, it's not always going to work. So it's just like you live and learn with stuff like that. And some of them didn't work, but this one worked pretty well. But obviously yeah. we say that and we'll get to the finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, ahead, I just, I just want to say that Jordan Grace, her road, like, okay, let's, let's, let's rewind. Let's go back a couple of years to her first reign. Um, I think she was ready for it, but she was obviously, in a much different state here and wrestling itself was in a much different state. There's, we still didn't have fans. Um, and that right there, you know, you've got your first knockouts championship and you're trying to do it without fans. That in itself is a challenge right there. Mm -hmm. Cause you're like, okay, you gauge everything by crowd response and you have, zero crowd response other than what you see on social media and that could be a double-edged sword so now skip ahead till now jordan grace over the course of the pandemic has completely and i mean completely by the way thank you for the super sticker the impact, impact faithful, faithful podcast thank you so thank you much very man. much thank thank you i can't even much. see the super sticker jaybo you're gonna have to tell us it's thank you. it's a cloud with someone popping out of it with saying hey yeah so oh there's you. actually like an animation like is that yeah. what it is oh, yeah. i can't even if, see that if either you, if you look yeah yeah you can't see it on stream yard you have to look go look it up in another tab and then yeah no way so thank you very much thank you yeah the um, chat chat chat's really backing you up here jaybone and absolutely you're right she, pandemic hurt her so bad. she has she has redefined herself as a knockout she has redefined herself as a wrestler so many different ways she looks million her, her looks are a complete 180 
she is not that she wasn't beautiful before, but she was kind of plain Jane, like girl next door. Now her hair's done. She's got, she's got makeup. Like by the end of the, okay. By the, this is going to sound like I'm knocking her, but this isn't a knock on her. By she comes in gorgeous. She's the knockouts champ ready to, she's, you know, she's pumped, ready to go by the end of this match. Makeup's running, hair's all over her place. She's a hot mess. You know she just went through a war, and she's screaming mad. You know because they'll do the close-up where she's just, ah, you yeah. know. I absolutely love this charisma. Damn, Oreo, get your ass out of my face! <laughs> I, I love this charisma Jordan. from from Jordan Grace. She, like I said, she's done a complete one eighty. I, I don't know what, what else to say about this. It's just when, when I knew that she was going into the queen of the mountain match, there were mm-hmm. obviously favorites, but I'm like, Oh, it's, and I think of out of our crew. I think I was the only one that I picked it. Jordan. I'm like, I Oh, did, did you? Okay. Did. I'm like, I'm like, it, she's ready. She is yeah. so ready. She, I've been she, calling for the run. She wasn't ready before. She's ready now. I, I think you had it right the first just, time. I think you had it right the first time, Jaybo. She was ready, but the panini, the timing, just she didn't have a chance. Everything was so different then, and yeah. it just came off like it was a bad run. run by not her fault at all. Right? She mm-hmm. she, she was just a completely different person, yeah. completely different. Like she had the talent, but she was like her whole character, her whole persona, the way she presented herself was so night and day different. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm with both of you. So, Trent, you know, I've never been a Jordan fan either. I'm still not a huge fan. However, however, mm. I think she's a fucking amazing champion. I think this run is going to be awesome. I think she, a good def- start. she is the definition of intergender wrestling in the business, not just an impact in the business. No one is more believable. She's busted her fucking ass. She looks like a trillion bucks. Not my thing, but she's ripped and jacked as fuck. Dude, I think Jordan has earned it every single thing she's gotten from this company and i think she's going to be a long time pillar for us um i agree that critical sting or somebody came somebody said that when she has a match with masha it's going to be match of the year contender no doubt no mm-hmm. fucking doubt jordan's oh, matches yeah. with diana with tasha jordan has put up some fucking bangers they just haven't been consistent maybe it's the dance partner maybe it Most she likely, just needs yeah. a little more time only, 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 only issue I have that ties directly into this match is I hate her finisher because she's too small for that finisher. And it's talking about the muscle buster. No, no, no. She should be using the muscle buster as a finisher, not the Grace Driver. Oh, oh yeah, the impact is not too. Yeah, she's yeah because short. she's so short. Like I remember when she did it on Taya like a few years ago. It scared the shit out of me because Taya is fairly tall, and I thought she was going to break her neck. Tasha is very small, and we still got the same result from that weird position that she was delivering it in. Yeah. Can we just use the muscle buster instead? Please. I'm I'm for it. I think that works. I think, I think the muscle buster is a great callback, too. It's got history in the company. It looks badass. Like I'm thinking about Joe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, just, that, that driver is too dangerous, I think, after watching it delivered on friday i'm not okay so i want to i want to jump the bill on this one because i I know he was kind of pinpointing the end of this which looked great but it wasn't great because as soon as it happened we see the ref throw up the dreaded x but now here's the thing 
but before before I give it to you, is is it legit? Like, is she really hurt, or is she just selling the crap out of it? There's like, you know, it's it's a either or thing. What do you think? I I think I think it was legit. Um, if if it was a hard sell, I'm gotten uh, because it was definitely off camera. The cell went beyond if, if it was like she was, it looked concussed. Uh, she like out on her own. Barely. She was stumbling. She was falling. Uh, she was helped to the back, but it was not like she just didn't get up and walk away. And it wasn't just what you normally see as they're down. Wait, 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 slowly get up, walk away. It seemed like legit from people I've seen in sports have concussions. Like, I'm going kind of the wrong direction. The legs are jelly. It, it kind of seemed like that. And this isn't the first time we've seen this with Tasha. Oh, like it, 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 because at other tapings, she's kind of had similar type of incidents happen with injuries uh, during this title run uh, at tapings. So I, I, this is at least the second, maybe the third time. It feels like there's been like, ooh, a move where she kind of after the match. So I'm, I, I just get worried from seeing it where once you get certain concussions, you get prone to them. And I don't want that obviously to be, so you gotta be very careful. Uh, once again, not sure what it was. No one said anything. Yeah. Um, reported. yeah so nothing's been reported on it. Maybe it's just a, a great hard sell, uh, but it Stinger. was, yeah, it could, it could have been like, I've seen jo like Joe, big Joe got a stinger at one of the tapings. So not this recent one, but a previous one. And then he was, he was fine the next go around. Um, Maybe that's more what it was, but uh, definitely you got to be careful when it could be anything neck head related. Um, now the thing is, I say this about Jordan: like that move, she just didn't just do it. She kind of re, yeah. she, she was getting her reestablished. So yeah. you would think everything was clean. Uh, so, well, did from, you didn't see the TV replay, right? I did not see the TV replay. It, it's different than how she like. She was moving. I forget exactly what happened, but she was. You're right. She was repositioning Tasha. I think from the back, maybe. No, it, it, looked, it was. It, it was basically uh, a modified. Okay, you know how Taya Valkyrie li lifts you up from a uh, uh, her finisher, mm -hmm. and for, then for like a front position, yeah. right? And then face plants. Okay, so mm -hmm. it's it's bringing it's bringing her up part way. And she turned her, and then and then twist. Yeah, so when she when she so, turned her though, it's like her head was tucked like too far or something, which is why it looked like she landed maybe directly on her head. It looked like mm. it, it looked. I don't know where your position was from that, Bill, but I didn't know if you could see that. Yeah, I, I like I was on the, the, the like the camera was behind me, so I was kind of right in front, so towards the camera. So from there, like it looked, it looked relative, like. But you could see there was an impact. There was definitely an impact. But I'm not going to say you don't see an impact on a lot of moves like that. Right. Uh, but it did seem like more like when you heard it, there was kind of like a ooh. <laughs> like everyone yeah. kind of like was a ooh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure she got more of than what was expected. And then I, a, a smart performer probably goes, hey, I can sell this. So it very well could be the case. I, I think she stayed off kind of social media, but now she was back today, yeah. I think I heard. So good signs on that. Uh, once again, like I said, hopefully it was just a minor thing, but definitely something you'll 
want to be precaution with with all this. And you're right. If that's something where there is behind the scenes, like ooh, issues taking this, modify. You don't always have to use the same finishers. You can vary stuff. Do do what a lot of people do. Use the opponent's finisher against them as a finisher. Sometimes get get creative. It's wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I've finished matches with a V trigger when the opponent was too big, right? Yeah. Deliver four setup four setup finishers, right? Like like three cutters or something like that. Yeah, hey, and for all the Kenny Omega fans, we're still waiting for uh, Speedball to really break out the one winged angel. He does it. That's his oh, finisher does. on the Indies. He did a lot. He did it here. He, he, he did. We yeah, popped like fucking crazy for it in the fucking Discord because JPF some numbers was like, and you missed this story, but we were watching that match, fucking great match. And we were like, oh, he's going for the leg. Bailey can't hit the ultimate weapon. Like, they sold the shit out of it. We're like, what's he going to do? JPF's like, oh, maybe he'll use the one wing angel. And we're like, aha, that'd be awesome if he used the one wing angel. Holy fucking shit. He's the one wing angel. What they call it, Flamingo. It's yeah, a fucking yeah. J Bone. Shut up. It's a fucking one wing angel. <laughs> what do they call it? It's a fucking one wing. Shut up. It's a one wing flamingo. They call it a flamingo driver. What? It's a original name. It's a one winged angel. You can't call it that. No, it doesn't have the oomph of the one winged angel. Flamingo, flamingo driver doesn't driver? sound. It, it doesn't sound that really like Scotty Flamingo. <laughs> because he's like Scotty the flamingo kid. driver. <laughs> That's fucking. That's funny as hell. It's not a good name. It doesn't make me hear the you battle know, cry. Ralph Macho, like stand. You know the, the the silhouette. He's standing on the post and he does the flamingo. Oh, is that mm, it? Wait, no, no. <laughs> because speed isn't that the pelican? Isn't that the pelican? Come on, Jayda. That's a basketball team. Uh, it's the Aardvark. All right, let's continue. Anyways, we got one match left. <clears throat> that's the Aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> Justin oh, hears the Oreo battle cry. I like that. I'm sorry. Oreo don't like it. Oreo don't like it. She didn't. She didn't. One winged right. angel. One winged angel. One winged angel. All right. Kenny Omega fan club in the house. Chimney. All right. So Jordan, Jordan Grace wins here. Well, we'll hopefully Tasha Steeles isn't uh, isn't uh, too banged up, but um, significant win here for yeah, Thick Mama Pump. All right. World title match on the line. Josh Alexander defending against ooh, Joe Doring. Probably one of Doring's best matches. Uh, obviously, you're not going to have a bad match against Josh. But, man, it was yeah. – uh, I watched it while we were on. I had it up right here, and it was it was a good-looking match, man. It was, it was slow-paced because – Joe Doring is a monster and he's a throwback and he's all these guys that we've come to know over the last year because a, <clears throat> a lot of us are new to Joe Doring, like mm -hmm. myself and I think most of this crew oh, is. Yeah. Um I will say this. I I I love Josh and I love Joe, but as far as this match compared to everything else we saw. Was probably my least favorite match on the card. Oh, like like I was looking for. I'm not saying the match sucked. Please don't take okay. take no, it I'm that okay. way. I I, I love I love the match. <laughs> Gotta have I a love, least favorite. I love yeah. I love Joe. I, I I know Bill's gonna kill me when he sees me in Chicago. <laughs> He's gonna hit me over the head with the with the Joe face. Um, which got a lot of screen time. 
No, it's just, just because of everything we saw leading up to this. You had the AMW. You had the X Division match. We had what we were just talking about, Jordan Grace going balls out against um, Tasha Steeles and everything else that we saw tonight. And then we had this really slow, methodical, old-school brawl. It wasn't a wrestling match. It was a brawl because these two just beat the shit out of each other. But yeah. it just it was so slow paced that it was like hard to keep my like excitement level up because it was it was so oh okay now I'm gonna kick you now I'm gonna bounce off the ropes and I'm gonna drop an elbow. It was like just everything else was like okay now I gotta like slow down, but I'm trying to keep my excitement level. It's just it was just tough. It was tough. You modern I, wrestling I, fan. I, I was, it, it was, <laughs> It, it I was totally a, get what you're saying. It, it was a great yeah. match. I, I like I said, I love both these guys. I'm and it was what I expected. Just th- this was a match that honestly, with everything else that we got tonight, it belonged in the middle of the cards. Card placement hurt you then. I but, I, I loved this match. Like I was rooting for Doring. I mean, it was a, a very lot of old people school match. Were. Dude, Doring Doring's offense, his his persona how old school that that video package that they put together on impact was mm-hmm. chef's fucking kiss like yeah, if that, that did if that didn't make you fear the fuck out of joe doring the only thing i don't like about this is that he got the reverse like he should have been before ey in terms of challenging josh but whatever the match was great or, or they're I, selling him as as the true monster that's why he's which, which would be awesome like yeah this match was exactly what I thought it would be, Jabo, and I totally understand why you didn't like it. That was the reason I did like it. Well, it, that's, it's, please don't take it as that, that yeah. I didn't like Difference it. Difference of opinion. It's or as much. It, right. It just, just compared to like the level of everything else we got was like, it was I, just a different pace match, you know? I, yeah, it was. And I like the, I like the, immovable monster stalking and beating down the baby face champion you know like that's always a, a fun fulfilling match especially right. that's when, Hogan andre yeah especially when you're baby face i didn't think we were going to see c4 spike as the finisher i thought we were going to see ankle lock because of joe's size right so i don't know about you guys but i almost shit myself and i popped really big for c4 spike only because i did not expect it uh josh is maybe the best wrestler active right now in the world he's certainly in the conversation and every match is a gem in a different kind of way and i think this is another one you just put in josh's hat that like he can wrestle any match any style anybody any size anything um so kudos to josh alexander there's not i don't think there are many people believably who could beat him right now if joe doran couldn't do it josh didn't lose in this belt for a while yeah, they, they, and they built Joe as this this beast that was just like you said. It's, it's the, the slow mo, the stalking monster that that was gonna do stuff out of nowhere. All of a sudden, boom, lariat! Like whoa, he just clobbered Josh. We thought Josh was coming back, and now Josh is down again. Now what? It's yeah. You know, so there were those great moments in this match. It just <clears throat> what. Just I wasn't like, my favorite. That's all. What, what I like about Joe's offense too is so he's a big guy. He has a big guy's offense, right? Lots of lariats, lots mm-hmm. of like whips and turnbuckles and stuff. But man, 
it's so explosive when he does his big moves, whether it's the crossbody or the finisher, or he does that short that short arm clothesline follow yeah. off the. I, as it I don't know be when a big guy wrestles, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how Joe Doring is like the perfect big guy for what, as a wrestling fan, you think of as the big man. You he, would think other guys would take that that leap, but go ahead, sorry. Well, like, so I do. I, I unabashedly and unashamedly fucking love Wardlow, but to see him do that Swanton was like, what the fuck? I want to see Joe Doring's finisher may not be your traditional finisher. It may look like it has too much. A little too much setup sometimes, but it is so fitting and perfect that he finishes with Stan Hansen's lariat, but it's modified from a DVD. I, everything, what yeah. It, what you want a big guy to do? Yes, it says I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you till you can't get up. That's what I want from Joe Doyle. If if a guy that size was in a fight on the street, that's what it would be. Yeah, that's what he would do. He yeah. would not be. He would not. You. He would not bounce off a car or Jackie Chan off a wall. Right. You know, to to get a kick in and do some stuff like that. He he would brawl and he would well, like, methodically beat and, you down. And we haven't seen a big man in Impact. No disrespect to Morrissey or Moose or any of the other big guys. Moose doesn't even seem like a big guy anymore compared to everybody else. But I've become but, a hardcore wrestler. But during during right during works like a big man, even in terms of like his crowd interaction and ring psychology. When he hits a big move after the explosion, he stops every time to survey the crowd and to like make his face. Joe Doring is fucking a classic talent. I, I don't know how I'd never heard of this guy before. He's really good. Um, Dude, he was stuck in Japan for a decade. Yeah, plus, yeah but you know? I mean, still though, like. But see, he was in all Japan, which which you know got yeah, dwarfed. Yeah. It got dwarfed by everybody yeah. out there, you know. But Jesus, it, I know it's getting his due late, but I'm really glad he came to Impact. I'm really glad we got a chance to see him in a championship match. I don't know what his contract status is or how long he's going to be around, so I'm really thankful for this match. This will be one I watch back. Yeah, I, I I'm a big fan. J Bone, you're muted. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Joe. I think I think he's the fact that he got a main event. He's got two tag belts under his his um, resume now. I think it's it's nice to see him prominent. Like get the get the just because I think he's he's got to be mid forties. I'm gonna guess. Probably seems about I, right. I got you know? a I got a bad feeling this might be because I know he's going back to Japan for a oh, tour. He is. Now, yeah, I think he, he was already there and came back again. Oh, was he? <laughs> this is a two day tour. <laughs> he did a uh, like a benefit show. How about this? Oh, he, okay, okay, that's what I saw. All right. Joe is exactly forty now. He looks a lot younger. <laughs> I'm older than forty. Yeah, he does look. He looks older. <laughs> than yeah. the same age. Yeah, well, uh, he, but you, you look at older pictures of him in his run in Japan, and he he looks like a completely different guy. However, however, he uh, you know he has yeah he's lived a pretty rough. I mean, wrestling. Uh, and, you know, he also had the cancer battle. He also I mean, beat that, cancer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's 40. He's for exactly 40 years old. Um, turned this year. So um, yeah, man, he's uh dude. I'm so glad. I'm I'm so happy to see him get to do. I think he's 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 a quintessential big man that a lot of people can learn from. And I hope other guys in the back are, are just chewing his ear off because of that. Um yeah, and I don't know, gets- I don't know if he'll ever make uh I think the cameras were rolling. I don't know if they'll ever play it. Uh, but after the match, when they went off the air. Uh, like Josh really put over Joe, really? and like yeah, and like he didn't really 
it was a, I wouldn't say it's a, it was a total curtain call because he stayed outside the ring and stuff. But like he was acknowledging like Josh and Josh would acknowledge him as like that's the tough, like that's the toughest fight he's ever been in, Josh. Like he's, he's going to be feeling that because that whole mm-hmm. thing about the scars, he's like, I might not show scars, but I'm feeling those. I got a lot of scars tonight from, from you, Joe. Wow, um, they, they clobbered the shit out of each other. That's yeah, why I did. said it wasn't a wrestling match. It was a fight. It was a fight. It. it was a fight for sure. Definitely and, a watch and, back. And yeah, oh, and that, yeah, this is one where, and I was I, I was telling J Bone the other day about this one. This was one where, and I knew I kind of knew watching it. This happened a couple of years ago with the likes of Elgin. We haven't had a lot of wrestlers in the company that, that do that. This slow, methodical build easy, easy. where you gotta the crowd <laughs> eats it up. It, it's it's real New Japan. Yeah, strong style, not yeah. flippy, jumpy. You need it's, high spots constantly, or you have no attention span. That type of wrestling, which wrestling the, the community wants. It, it's uh, not. It's not the strong style. Okay, I'm gonna forearm punch you. Now you. It's like when we got Kojima. Ko- Koji- Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. Was perfect. So that's what he's doing, and this honestly. The most psychology. Sammy and Moose had some good ring psychology. Oh yeah, but this, this, the, those, these by far were the two matches with the most ring psychology. This, uh, this was the one. Yeah, so I put this at the top, but I, I got to give Sammy and Moose due. They, they had a lot going on in their match. It's one thing to do spots, to do ring psychology, and have the crowd go with it. That's a skill that not everyone can accomplish, and these guys were definitely able to sell that. Um, and like, I'll give you an example, a guy that, that was sitting like two spots from me, didn't really know. He just wanted to go to a wrestling show. He doesn't know these guys. He's like, Oh, that guy's the champion. That guy's going against them. And he was in the he, front row. Yeah. And he, and he, and he, and he was telling like his, like, I guess his son, like an older son, but like his son, he's like, that big dude's beating his ass. He's like, yeah. I think he's gonna take that title from him. See? And, that, and that is, that's the reaction, right? That that's what you get with Joe. And like when he's hitting those Larius late, just picking them up and knocking them down and knocking them down. And like it he is he was undefeated, never pinned. Uh he's the believable monster. And that is that's obviously why I like Joe a lot. I think a lot of people like Joe. Uh he adds something different and you can keep doing that. Like, obviously, I think we all thought Josh was going to win. Yeah. There was a few moments where I thought Joe might win. It, it does. It does give you, like, ooh. There was a couple Maybe minutes in that. Link can still yeah. give you those moments yeah. and the matches. And the well, matches, and, right. and let's just be honest. Uh, all of us are old guys who've been watching wrestling our whole lives. We expect Joe Doring to be champion because he looks like the fucking champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really does. The coat, the size, the moveset, the – you know, the faces, the crowd interaction, like everything about the way Dorian carries himself. Just we don't just compare him to Stan Hansen because he does a lariat. He truly is Stan Hansen for this modern era. Like it's yeah. there, there's there's oh, totally. you don't you don't have to try to say it another way because that is the most fitting comparison yeah. and it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, Stan Hansen, it's Barry Windham, it's Dan Spivey, it's he's 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 mixed of all these guys in the one and he kick all their asses. Yeah. He's a bad motherfucker. I like Joe yeah, Dorn. I, I Bill, I'm, I'm Bill gonna, is obvious. I'm gonna well, I was going to say Joe's our super fan, but all of us love Joe Dorn. I, I, I was going to say uh, throw Bruiser Brody in there too. 
Yeah, he he's, and, he's, uh, he's a combination of all of it, man. When you know? when 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 Joe is bouncing Josh off the ropes and you're expecting him to hit him as he's coming at him, but no, waits till Josh passes him and hits him from behind with a freaking lariat. Oh my god, no one does that. No, no one. Yeah. I, I when he does that, and then Josh flies three quarters of the way across the rest the rest length of the ring and you know hits the turnbuckle and like you know just crumbles. Yeah, Joe. Even Oreo knows what I'm talking about, right? His offense is so exciting. That's that's part of the psychology, though, right? He's he's got a plotting pace, but it's on purpose. That's it. One big hammer swing, and then he sells it like he just broke your back with his arm, right? And then when he does decide again, I'll use the my favorite one is the when he does the short arm clothesline, or it's it's like a half ring rope throw. It's like and a rainmaker. They fall out and he drops. Yeah, he clotheslines him and then drops the elbow immediately. Yeah. Like, that is so fucking dope. And then he just No stops. one does that. Yeah, nobody does that. And then he just gets up and he fucking big mans it. And like uh, it's not that Bill, you just said he's so different. And you're right, but you're totally wrong. All these other guys are different. Joe Doring is what I grew up watching. <laughs> that's what makes him different now. Well, I think he's different now because he's yeah. but he's not. That's why like even J-Bone you, you you're like that he's well what this doesn't make sense this isn't wrestling like it, it just and people don't get that that's that was the psychology of wrestling and people don't yeah. i think some of them don't even get that that's throwback. what's going on he, oh he's a throwback but it's that's what was wrestling was wrestling today you get hints of it but a lot of it's very different than it used to be uh but this is what brings like th- that's what's great about joe it's going back to that. It's like he's keeping it alive still. The wrestling yeah. that that old school style, and a lot of guys in Japan do keep that style. But then there's that total other wave, and you don't have to have all one or the other. You mix it up. That's what's great about wrestling and Impact is they got all the different styles. You can have the hardcore. You can have the strong style. You can have the flippy stuff. You can have the ladies. You can have everybody doing everything, and yeah. it's a good mix of all. But that's why. I was actually pretty annoyed leaving against all odds and I'm kind of getting instant reaction on Twitter and people were complaining about the main event. I'm like, <sighs> complaining. What's sort of complaining? Well, it's, well, it, it's because it's, it's sort of what Jabin was saying, but to an extreme to criticize the match because right, they right. don't like the pacing because they don't like that style because they don't know that's wrestling. And that's more like, Oh, I don't want to, blanket a wrestling fan but i think it's just not either maybe you're a newer fan and haven't seen that style in the past you don't kind of get it but be, at least try to understand it and well, it was more instead of crap it and that thing i think people think a match like that can only be on the mid card and not a main event and i maybe don't. if you watch and maybe like for us obviously we grew up watching this kind of wrestling but maybe if you showed this match in isolation in a vacuum to someone without the, the context of the card they would like it more. Yeah, because they need the the fast pace and all to open and close shows. You can't have that open or close a show. You'll 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 lose the crowd. And that's kind of that's kind of what happened, I think, a little bit. At least that's what I was initially seeing a lot of that. It was because obviously there was some great matches on this card, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh but yeah. This style of match, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It told a story. I, it told it did. a story. It, 
it in a, from a pure from a pure psychology wrestling perspective, it was the best match on the card. I'll give you a really good example, real quick. I know we're super long on this. Uh, Speedball tray, fantastic psychology, and spot monkey stuff. Really good combination of the both. If you want to see like a modern twist on telling a story inside the ring, those two guys did it great. And you did because they were selling injuries with the knees yeah. and stuff. Oh. Very well done, which you don't usually see in a match with that many spots. So that was very well done. The hardcore match with Sammy and Moose, a lot of good psychology. Also with a, an extreme hardcore match. You can do both of these. It doesn't have to be one or the other. So all three of those top shelf matches on this card, no doubt. Yeah, uh, but that's why, but I remember this, like every time you see the, a major promotion do these style matches during Alexander, there's always a part of the fan base that's kind of hesitant on embracing this. And it's because they don't see it often. Right. Even yeah. Joe, I think that's what he hasn't had many singles matches. He's mainly been tagged well, and he's hidden. So he only had one before yeah. this or two. I'll, t- I'll tell you guys what there it's been a talk, uh, especially amongst uh, a couple circles and like AAW also, but uh, at Impact too. I know from what I, I've heard through, through the grapevine, why Josh's his like the numbers for his videos are not as high as you expect them to be. Like people aren't, see- and he's the best wrestler in the world today. You know, like he's the number one guy, but his content is never like, and like at an indie, you know, he's the impact champion. He's fighting everybody. And it's, he, you know, he's not this like ultimate draw, no matter where he's going. I mean, he's a draw, but he's not an ultimate draw. You know what I mean? And you wonder why. And I think it's just a lot of people, today's fans have been so goddamn brainwashed with this other style of shit, this, this, this over overtly indie style that when you got guys like Josh and Joe who are bringing it to these roots and who are really truly trying to look like athletes and look like wrestlers and have a match that looks like two wrestlers having a fight, people don't know what that they don't, they don't know how to interpret it. They're lost. Like today's fan is lost. And, and that's that fan of guys our age and, and old and who, who did never came back. From the WCW era, you know, that's the ones who, when that ended, they shut it off because this is what dominated now. We're around and we like it, but there's not enough of us out there. Like the new fan is not understanding this. No, they're not. That's why, like, it's like, it's not even like a real criticism. It's just, right. Yeah. No, you got to get them, you got to do more of it to make it feel like it's not so out of the norm. And it's yeah. like, what's going on? Like, and maybe there is more like Jap- Japan wrestling fans that like it because it is more common mm-hmm. in U.S. wrestling. It's not common at all. Anymore. It's not it's very rare. Yeah, I mean, think about why did all Japan? I mean, all Japan was the fucking promotion, and they're like a blip. Who talks about yeah. all Japan? Nobody. Nobody talks about. They're it. below <laughs> Noah. They're below <laughs> Noah. Noah's flying in people. All Japan's not. Yeah. And and that says something. It's like, what happened? You know, that New Japan style, when, when Gato and Jado took over and they turned it into this, like this, this you know, all, all, everything's strong style. Everything is 200 moves an hour and no psychology, very little psychology. I'm gonna say yeah, that. it all went to work rate. It all went to work rate. All went to work yeah. rate. And then all the guys here, all the wrestlers here who are marks for that stuff were like, oh, I got to do that. And they brought it here. And that became the thing. I so mean. Some- a work, a pure work rate match with a bunch of spot monkey shit is is fun and exciting, and I like that kind of wrestling too. But not like it's just one aspect of it. 
right? That's why I mentioned the speedball tray match. You can do that stuff. Oh, you can do you it well. A, yeah. You can do it well. It, yeah, like those you can guys still did. tell a classic wrestling story in the ring. Absolutely. It, it can be done. You know, it, but some of it is probably not even so much the wrestlers or the fans, but, you know, this business has evolved, you know, in lockstep with television. So whatever they have found works on TV. And the thing, no, one's on TV. TV. no one's watching on TV. Well, <laughs> yeah, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Bring this back and they'll come back, people. <laughs> I'd watch. I would watch Josh and Joe Absolutely. all night. 100% you would, you know, because it, it's yeah. something, because it does feel different. It really does feel different. Well, when same with Josh it, and EY. Yeah, because when you see it, you're like, man, this, this feels fresh. It's new. It's new to us. You know, it feels new again. Yeah. Um, I, I told I told everybody the story. I went to go see uh, Control Your Narrative. And Bill, you went to one of their shows. How different yeah. was it? You know, people have a, a take on the show was so fucking different that I was like, me and Skull were like, wow. It, it left us with something because you don't see anything like that. They're completely in the other direction. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's something fresh. And that's what this match felt like. I was like, man, nobody's doing this. Yeah, it's a throwback, but it's fresh because it's different. Because you don't see like today. The last time you do it is when Marafuji came over right. and was wrestling Eddie Edwards and, and Elgin in those style matches. And, and and you got yeah. the same talks back then. It was like slow build. Oh, Ooh, I oh better. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, but it was like the. I remember there were people kind of booing some of those matches at the beginning of them. Oh, dude. Oh, and then the they hard, turned around by the end. The hard to kill. We were all at the first half of the card. It was you had the Brian Cage thing. Like it, stuff happened. It wasn't a really hype crowd. Elgin and Eddie happened and it was dead. And then they got to about the 10 minute mark of that match. And all of a sudden the rest of that show was. Yeah. And then it became, then it became a, a five match series and all they did. Yep. Cause, but once yeah. again, people initially were like, Oh, whoa, whoa what is this? <laughs> well, I think well, that what, was amazing. <laughs> that may have been the final match in the five match series because maybe it was I, gone right after the, the Panini, but yeah, they had a bunch of those matches and it never got old. I mm-hmm. loved watching Piece of Shit Elgin versus Eddie every mm-hmm. time. It was a bunch of good matches, right? Because those guys, exactly, it's strong style, storytelling, psychology, give Just it time. Different. I don't want to see four-minute yeah. matches. I don't give a fuck about a four-minute match unless right. it's a squash to build story. But exactly, give, right. you know, that's why back in the day when there was a television time limit of 20 minutes, you got a 20-minute match. <laughs> like, you know, like nowadays – if they don't do it in impact, but like on AEW, they'll have 10 minutes of TV time left and say it's a 60 minute match. Yeah. Just try and make it believable, you know, like it, and that, and that applies to, well, we say believable, but we also like the comedy and the silliness of impact too, but everything has its place. Impact does a good job of kind of fitting it all into an hour and 30 minutes of programming every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just rambling now. We're too. No, no, we're, you're, you're making sense. And Hardcore motherfuckers. And I was there. This, this is true. It wasn't silent. I wasn't silent thing, but everybody else was. <laughs> that was a great fucking match. And Mara Fuji's last trip to Impact was so good. You know, Elgin, yeah. Eddie, and Josh, I think, were his three matches, plus a tag match with Josh, right? Four yeah, matches out of Mara Fuji in like three days. Now. That was a great fucking setup. I think he was only here for a pay-per-view and one set of tapings, but it was good stuff. Good stuff, man. It was great stuff. I, I think they did a great job. But yeah, dude, that says it all. Honestly, it's it just... 
you, you gotta i mean i'm glad that impact has the guts to do this to just try different shit man like this like this is you know it, it, it is a chance you take in today's market to take a chance to say we're gonna go with a an all japan style match for a main event and like Bill said, people took it weird, you know. So you're like, oh, it feels right. weird. Yeah, this is a match that'll age like fine wine, though. Yeah, right. go, ahead. go ahead, Jay. It, like by itself, I I love it. Just just at the end of this, it just it just felt different, you know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I had to watch it again tonight because when I was like under the weather the other night and I was watching the whole thing, I fell asleep during this match. That's not a knock on the match. I was just feeling okay. under the weather. So I watched it again tonight, and I'm like, I, I really made myself pay attention to it, and I'm, but I still didn't come off like, oh my god, match of the night. I just know it because I felt like I loved others, Trey, Trey, uh, Miguel, slash, Jordan and Tasha were like my picks. So yeah, yeah. and you know what, you could make a case for almost any match on this card for your match of the night. It, it was just a. Up and down, really solid it was, show. It was loaded. It was so much fun. It had everything for anyone. You, you, you had, you had uh, you know, a little bit of nostalgia with the tag match. You had great X Division stuff. The women absolutely knocked it out of the park tonight. Uh, the main event was 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 special in its own right. So, yeah, you had something for everyone. It was great. Yeah. There. And that's why we love this brand so much is because they consistently do this for all these shows these these little shows in between the big four pay-per-views have become must see and i'll say that again yeah again. yeah what a i different. would oh yeah i would go so far in, in an extreme as to say i've enjoyed almost every single plus special more than i enjoyed rebellion this year the weaker of the three pay-per-views the specials have been can't miss like if you're not if you're not uh watching these for nine five bucks or whatever it is on youtube you're missing out they're really the best deal on the market it, it, yeah I think. They, these are great shows. I mean, they're giving you a lot. Oh well, yeah, you know you're yeah. getting a ton on, on these shows. Like this, this was a great show, no question about it. This yeah. was a really, really good damn show. Yeah. And and you might you know hats off to them because they re- they delivered. I mean, they're they're consistently delivering. Uh, definitely, definitely the criticisms I have, and and I know Mark, we we talk about the criticisms we have are more on like from the business side yeah absolutely the marketing and some aesthetics and yeah. things like that that's the, in terms of a tv product no complaints there's no complaint on the product no it's yeah. it's it's more so just infrastructure that that we all that we rant about yeah um yeah. And, and i feel that and that's and i feel that's rightfully so you know that's and you know we'll actually have for for patrons if i can just really quickly uh just drop a little teaser here yeah, uh, we yeah. have well, something special that we're working on with a, a different podcast not the one we were talking about earlier a podcast some of you might actually even be familiar with and maybe know the people on it we will be doing a patreon uh, topic discussion of company structure and dealings with impact probably sometime in the very near future so mm-hmm. you have that to look forward to as well so you can also find us on patreon.com slash we talk impact if you are not already on the patreon the tiers have been reorganized we're down to two a five and a ten dollar tier if you want extra programming and shows the five dollar tier will get you family dinner and hit and run if you want the after dark which is the goat of dni uh, you'll be in the $10 tier and you also get access to the Treehouse, where we show pay-per-views, do lots of longs, watch movies, talk about weed. So, you know, hit us up. <laughs> hey, we, we turned the kid into a pretty good host over here, huh, J-Bone? Look, look at that plug. 
I'm uh, I'm I'm tapping out because I have to get up in three hours. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to you guys. Much love and thank you, my three brohams, for coming on and uh, joining me in this and not leaving me solo. I I greatly appreciate it. This show was like you know, better late than never. Deserved to be talked about. We all loved it for different reasons. So I'm gonna leave you guys. Much love and I'll be back tomorrow night. But uh, like I said, I gotta be up in three hours. So before right, you leave, yeah. Jay. Before you okay. leave. Before you leave. Which yes. one's Jay? Get the hell out of here. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Jay. That's, yeah, that's where I'm gonna be in three hours. Where's my donuts? Where's my donuts? Wake up! Wake up! Which one's Jay? <laughs> All right, see you, Jay. Jay's out of here. Everybody, wish him well. Okay, and we're actually right behind him, anyways. I've been right. here for, I like I said, I saw Jay was solo five minutes in. I was like, oh shit, I better go get on. So yep. two hours and forty minutes later. Yeah, well, it was, it was a nice little chat. Yeah, but it we're was. gonna be doing that uh, that chat on Patreon that Mark mentioned. So stay tuned. Probably maybe in a week or week or so. It's, some of you can probably guess who that is, and I think you know it's going to be a shit ton of fucking fun. We're, so. We have a special guest uh, for that one. That's going to be a nice little... It's, it'll be a little ranty, but it's it's ranty on the business side. It's all yeah. purely a business-sided podcast, and that's the Yeah, idea. and you'll just... We'll get, some, we'll get some comparative experience between a, a more seasoned podcast that's been around longer than we have, and, and us as well, who now have, you know, four years of experience doing this under our belts for impact wrestling so should be fun yeah so that's the idea with that one so stay tuned we're gonna we're gonna be coming at you with that one pretty soon but uh but let's wrap it up let's get out of here bill where are you next why don't you tell people where you're gonna be next are you going to uh the bluegrass brawl is that kentucky are you going uh there? is that what it's called the, yeah. the derby city rumble or something derby city rumble that's what it is yeah. <laughs> yeah. i will be in louisville uh so that is not this weekend the following weekend Luke, uh, this has got to be killing you. This new travel schedule. I mean, you're 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 dying, Bill. I mean, Dude, do you even have got... a house anymore at this point? Yeah, this is brutal. Have you made? Yeah. Have you even had to make your bed? In, in, in yeah, it, it, it's getting <laughs> tough. So, but I don't know. Pretty soon, it might be a little. I might be tapping. I might be tapping. Look, pretty if soon. they start doing this up and down the West Coast, you're oh fucked. yeah, and it's that it's done. That it's done. Yeah. It's, it, it, X's all around. Uh, we'll we'll see. Though. We'll see if we have much more we can carry on. Uh, wait, wait. I know what we'll do. Let's get your face made into a big head, and we'll make sure we mail it to somebody that's doing the West Coast loop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, Vegas, I got to go to Vegas. I love Vegas, so I'll go back to Vegas. But, like, if they do, like, a, a California loop or, like, multiple, then, yeah, I'm, I'm probably out. Are you uh, coming to Chicago? Are you you coming? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm confirmed for Chicago, confirmed right. for Louisville. Party Texas time, is still – Two-day taping in Dallas only, right? No, no special yeah. announced. Yeah. Everybody so that, hate the venue that they're going to. The bomb is, factory? No, here oh, in Chicago. So Cicero oh. Stadium. Everybody hates it. It's it, it they're like they're like, why the like all the like the fans here in Chicago, like, why the fuck are they going to Cicero Stadium? God damn it. You know, like it it's not a great place. Um, but it's one of those that uh you know, MLW and Progress went to it. So the size is perfect for these yeah, guys. Size wise. There's not a ton of great options, I would say. There's not. That's the thing. You don't you don't get the midsize anymore. It's either, you know, Bourbon Street, which is a little too small for them, or you have to go to an arena. It's like there's no this is your perfect thousand, you know, up to two thousand seater if you structure it. So yeah, that that your options are limited in Chicago when it comes to that size. So yeah, uh, but yeah. Boy, if they if they do LA. 
but not like a whole tour throughout. I, I will probably make LA. I got, I, I've, I've been to LA a few times, although the last time LA, my trip back cost me half a day. Yes, it did. Was <laughs> I right on Twitter? Was I right? Yes, that was, yes. yeah, I did recall that. Yeah, my six hour no navigation working in the airplane caused Ooh. me uh, to miss an afternoon. Wasn't that, and wasn't that like really early days of the big promotions just starting to run again? Like, wasn't that New Japan's they first been, show back? Yeah, it was New Japan's first show back. Impact had been running Skyway a few times previously because okay. uh, you're talking post slam anniversary. Uh, was it after slam? Okay. Yeah, Slammiversary was that first one, and this was TV. Uh, what was it, the second or third go-around on TV? Uh, but it was, yeah. So after that, I'm like, oh, no more. Like, But there was a lot of impact, Moose and all at that show. So I'm like, Dude, I'm that like, Moose and Shee match. Yeah. It, it was a great show. Good Brothers. Yeah, yeah uh, it was a good show. Oh, yeah, G.O.D. Yeah. came out during that show, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah, a lot of good, good stuff good going on there. Yeah. So I'm like, and I've never... I never been to uh, the Coliseum out there. That was a great uh, venue. So I'm like, I, I I could squeeze this in. Like for some reason, flying to Nashville and LA isn't crazy at the time. It wasn't crazy. It was like it was doable. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. Uh, yeah. But then, but after that, I'm like, I'll probably net. Even though I was supposed to get in well ahead of time that day, I was supposed to have like still like five hours before showtime. I'll never get it that close again. Just, just the, yeah. the risk. But it's rare. I, I doubt Impact will ever have a double dip again, an afternoon and evening taping again, anytime in the near future. So. Why? Because of attendance. Well, just because that was just due to that schedule. Like if they had to go to like Impact down, like if they went to like a old Impact Zone or during the Panini days. That it just makes sense. You do a double dip of tapings just to get more filmed in the can. That's not their schedule right now. Could they go back to that? Maybe like the cover holidays, maybe at some point, but doesn't seem like any time in the near future. But mm. so yeah, all, all the current impact looking good. Uh and then hey, if anyone's in the Jersey area, Sunday, uh Jersey Championship Wrestling uh in Ridgefield Park, I'll be at. All right, there you go. That's Bill. And then give me your socials, Bill, just in case you... Oh, yes. Uh, the, mainly the Twitter. Uh, my name, William M. Gardner. There you go. Get him on there, guys. Mark? You can find me in the Discord, which you can find the link for in the description or on our link tree or on any of our socials. Discord is where this show continues. So if you like hanging out, community, talking about wrestling, other stuff, you know, whatever, just having a place to come hang out and unwind, join us in the Discord. Most of the people you see in chat are already there. We have a lot of fun over there. You can also find me at the motherfucking Funk Boutique. Trent, where can they find you? Funk Boutique. <laughs> and 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 the the show Twitter at We Talk Impact. That's, oh uh, yes, you can find talk. me at the show. And uh, and then Mark also is, is is behind the Patreon. So patreon.com slash We Talk Impact. So anything. Not a lot of interaction there, but if you no. do comment or interact on the Patreon, it is me on the other end. Yeah. So if there's anything you on there that that needs addressing, something yes. missing, just you could put it there and let Mark know he can handle that. Uh, guys, we're on P W uh, T's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Total Nonstop Impact. Also, Spreadshirt. Just go to Spreadshirt.com slash. Uh, type in total nonstop impact to come up in the search or oh, the direct link is in the description below. So is the discord get on the discord. It's a blast to go on discord. So check that out. Uh, you can find me at pasta mania right there. You can find me at trends on Twitter, the show at we talk impact, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Uh, we're on it. 
all audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon. Give us a rating, give us a review, and give us a subscription. Like this video on YouTube. Hit the like button right now before you leave. Sub on YouTube. Twitch, if you're still watching, twitch.tv slash TotalNotSupImpact. Make sure you hit a, hit a, uh, a sub on there, too. All right. Guys, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for hanging against all odds. Solid show. Definitely thanks to J-Bone for setting it all up and us all coming in later intervals in the in the review. <laughs> hey, we got four of us in here, man. We That's did. It, it loaded up. So yeah. uh, stay tuned. More shows coming up. TNI UK was on earlier today. Their show is floating online. So give them a listen from earlier today. And then tomorrow is the flagship show, Impact and Access TV. So join the team for that. All right. We're out of here, everybody. Have a great night. Uh, stay safe. Week's almost over. It's a short week. So enjoy uh, your short week and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.